Hey, Jay. Yeah, buddy. Are you sure you don't want to do a Christmas show this year? Christmas show? Humbug. What reason have we to make merry? Coronavirus is running rampant. Murder hornets have invaded the U.S. Chadwick Boseman, Alex Trebek, David Prowse, and Sean Connery died. We have to wait another four months for the next Ghostbusters movie, and I can't breathe in this goddamn mask. 2020 has sucked ass. No, we are not doing a Christmas show. Yeah, but don't you think that there's more reason to do a show to bring some joy to our listener? Wait, did you actually just say humbug? What, is is that not a thing anymore? Not since the 1800s, Mr. Dickens. Uh, okay, how about hogwash? No. Piffle? Nope. Twaddle? Uh-uh. Hooey? <laughs> God, you're old. Fake news? Yeah, that's it. Oh, well, anyway. We're not doing a Christmas show this year. There's no time. No time? Dude, it's November 30th. Exactly, and at the rate you edit our shows, we'd be lucky if it got released by St. Patty's Day. Hey! That joke hits surprisingly close to home. You know... You're being uncharacteristically douchey. What has gotten into you? I'm sorry, man. I am not. I haven't been sleeping well since we got here. I feel like I've, I've been turning into a crotchety old miser. I, I think I've also had a little too much of this eggnog. Well, you're a mean drunk. Apology rejected. Give me that. Did you hear that? Don't try and change the subject. I'm not done with you yet. No, I'm telling you, I heard something. I heard it too. I think it's Santa. Listen, you smell something? Ebenezer Scrooge! Ah! Whoa. A full torso apparition. And it's real. Not now, Chris. Who, who are you? Ask me who I was. Um, okay. Who were you then? In life. I was your partner, Jacob Marley. Um, wow. Uh, isn't a little embarrassing? Uh, I, I don't know you. Uh, I, I've only ever had one partner, and it's this guy over here. Yo. <laughs> Freezing. This is 1843 Oxford Street, yes? Mr. Marley, sir, first of all, big fan. I've probably listened to Three Little Birds about a thousand times. Uh, Chris, that's not... I think there's been a mistake. You see, we rented this place for Thanksgiving weekend. Come to think of it, you're not Ebenezer Scrooge. Nope. Chris J and Jen, Thunder Gods of the Podcast. Yo! Oh, wow. I am so sorry. I should have known Ebenezer is such a cheapskate. Of course he would rent out his place. Yeah. And that cheap bastard said we'd have to bring our own damn shampoo. The ad on Airbnb said no ghosts and a fully stocked amenities. So that's strike two, old man. Well, that's Ebenezer for you. Well, I've taken up enough of your time. No, stay. Hang out with us, Anna. Really? Yes, really. Talk comics, movies, and all things in between with us. <gasps> Jay, do you mean... Yes, buddy, we're doing a show. And you at home, pull up your wingback chair and grab your eggnog because you are just in time for the annual Just Us Nerds podcast Christmas show. Yay! Damn it. Fine, we're going to do it anyway. In a world. Where two nerds come together to talk about all things nerdy. Just Us Nerds podcast was born. 
We talk about comics, movies, and all things in between. Get ready to have your mind blown by the most amazing podcast ever recorded anywhere, ever. The Just Us Nerds Podcast. Oh yeah. All right, yeah. and we are we're back. We are back, baby. It has been uh, 2020 has been a a, a bit it's of a, a dumpster brutal, fire, brutal but, year, but not all bad. Not all bad at because all. Because we had we had a little some little exciting action, right? Some nuptials maybe happening this year. What happened? What happened? Uh, we, you guys got married. Oh, oh right. yeah. Oh my god, it's only been a couple months and the magic is already <laughs> gone. You've already forgotten. Oh my god. Congratulations, you guys. Again, I was just I'm, Thank I'm you. so happy. Yes. Yeah. Spider Jen and Chris are wedded now. It is that, yeah. that's that's it. You are now you're your what would so your celebrity power couple name would be either Christian Christian. Christian! Oh, that's brilliant. We we like to use the ifers. The ifers. Oh, the ifers. Okay. Both. We Fur. both have ifers. So what would your what would your celebrity power couple name be? Ifer. 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 Because because <laughs> my full name is Chris. Chris. Tiffer. Uh huh. And hers is Jen. Nuffer. So, so you're the ifers. We're the ifers. Are okay. Well, we're the mfers. You're the mfers. All right. Woo! <laughs> <laughs> oh my God! It's been well. Uh, I, it it feels good at least to be able to do our annual Christmas show. Yes. And uh, have a little bit of normalcy. Exactly. So, you know, we know it's it's tough out there. So we hope we can bring you, you know, bring you some happiness out there. If you're listening to the show, have a laugh, have some fun and join in the conversation as always. Consider this a Christmas present, if you will. Exactly. Exactly. Of course. So in our first segment, which I am affectionately referring to as the ghost of comics past (laughs) uh, like that. Uh, we're going to talk about what we've been what we've been reading. So, kind of uh, uh, otherwise known, aka known as what you're reading. All so, right, buddy. Well, what you been reading? Well, I'll I'll lead it off, and I'm just going to warn. Well, we both we both read it. We we so, both yeah we we both so we been can talk about it. We both been reading it, but um, this is a little uh, warning though. I'm going to be on a bit of a Batman kick for this entire show because I I looked at like every uh-huh. everything that I have to talk about today. From the comics, the movies, and the toys, it's all Batman related. You know what's kind of funny? I actually have comic book news, mm-hmm. and it's Batman related as well. <laughs> he is just like he's he's just everywhere, man. He's just you know people love people love the Batman. Gotta love so, the Dark Knight. Jingle bells, Batman sings. Hey, he. Yeah. D- I do not smell. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, we're. Uh, I'm. I'm going to start off uh, today. Uh, what you're reading with uh, talking about Batman Three Jokers, which um, I'm. It's it's all finished. It's all wrapped up right. now. So you can pick this up actually as a trade paperback for about twenty bucks online uh, or wherever comics are sold. Um, it was three issues. Man, is it already? It's already been put out to paperback. I think so. I mean, I know and comics. Because typically, it takes a year from them finishing the story for them to actually put out a. It might be just the online. Okay, you can get the trade paperback okay. on online. I'm now. waiting to see the hardcover because they always do something cool with those. So yeah, yeah, uh, I, and. Um, yeah, so I, I, you're you're right. It's it, this is part of the uh, the DC's Black Label. Yeah. So it's kind of like the Black Label, sort of their mature kind of readers. Ooh, uh, this is the parental advisory you sticker see, you, you put on there that you made your parents buy you because you knew it had to be good. It had to be good, and meanwhile, it's just it got it because they like drop an f bomb here Once. or there, or like you see Batman's butt Wait. or something like that. 
Does that mean we get a parental advisory sticker? We might. We you never know. Fuck. We, we might get it. We might get a parental adv- adv- advisory <laughs> sticker. Um. So, uh, Batman Three Jokers. It was written by the very talented. Uh, well, both very talented. Oh, yeah. Jeff Jeff Johns and Jason Fabuck. I mean, I, I I say it later in my review. I hope I'm pronouncing that right. Fabuck. I feel like I'm. I feel like I'm swearing when I say that last name. Yeah. Fabok. Maybe it's Fabok. Ooh, Fabok sounds a little. Yeah. Weird. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Sorry. Sorry, Jason, if you're listening. Uh, but you're very talented. I would say you're you're one of the most talented uh, artists working today. I mean, there's a reason that the DC Essentials line, may it rest in peace, um, they were basing their figures off yeah. of his artwork. Yeah, they were. So I mean, he he's an incredible. He's that he's that good an artist. Um, so let me let me give you a rundown of the plot for those I that love, aren't familiar. Like I said, the concept when they told me that they were making, hey, do you know why the Joker never dies? Do you know why? There has always been, like, different entities. Like, if you ever noticed, like, why is this Joker different from this one and this one different from this one? We just thought he evolved. I mean, it's just kind of how he was and everything. They go, no. There are actually multiple people who are the Joker. And I was like, it's a cool premise. No way. It's a cool premise because then the Joker becomes more like a cult. Rather right. than I, I have mixed, fe- I'll, I'll go into this a little more. But, but I well, have mixed feelings about because what idea. it reminds me of, it reminds me of like those. Um, did you did you ever see uh, uh, the Prestige? The, the, the Prestige. Yes, yes. yes. That, that's the third part of the Magic. Yes, the but prestige. but if you remember, how did Hugh Jackman do his walking through the door? Uh, well, spoiler: uh, he uh, had a trap door. Right, but how did he end up on the other side? Oh well, I mean, in, in the the final magic trick is because he had like a clone or well, no, something no, no, no. Himself. What he originally did was he found somebody who looked just like him. oh a double, yeah, yeah, he yeah, had yeah. a double. Well, in this case, it would be like Joker comes out, punches Batman in the face, and runs away, and then he starts to chase after him. Next thing you know, he's getting conked in the back of the head by a crowbar, and he's like, "How the hell would you get over there?" No. It's a different guy. I, I think it's a really cool premise. I mean, it, it really is. So, I mean, the setup takes place way back in 2015. Remember that, Chris? Remember that? Did, Jen, you remember that? 2015? We could, like five years ago. Ah, uh, simpler times. We could hug people. We could we go could, to the movies. We, we could, you know, like no social distancing, no masks. Um, However, I have to say, though, uh, I have, I have uh, liked the fact that I'd be like, oh, I forgot my mask. And all of, ma- uh, all of a sudden, you know, you feel like a superhero because you forgot your mask. You don't want people knowing who you are. I really, fit for me, I mean, the, the silver lining has been, like, when I walk around, I just feel like we're all dressed like ninjas. Well. I get in the car, like, and right before I get out of the car, yeah. I go, okay, you ready to go rob this place? <laughs> <laughs> well, and you've seen my one mask. I have a, a buff that is Deathstroke. So I put that on. And it's fun for me because I've walked past somebody, and only one person has really done it. And he looked and he goes, oh, look at that. Like, he's the only one who got it. And do you do, like, the little nod? Yeah, little, like, I do. I was like, yeah, yeah it's badass. Yeah, I'm badass. So, sorry, sorry. So, so back in 2015, five years ago, uh, in the uh, issue 42 of Justice League, Jeff Johns, Jason Fabok. I, I loved this idea. Uh, and Brad Fabok. Brad Anderson. Fabok. Fabok. Say it with me. Fabok. 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 Um, in, in this story, Batman briefly... Uh, he becomes omniscient when I, you know when he sits in the in the Mobius chair. I wanted this as a figure so uh, bad. The uh, oh, the omniscient Batman. Yeah, yes. So um, it, it, for those of you, not, I have a little note to myself. If you're not familiar with what the Mobius chair is, or you know, quick little Wikipedia, the Mobius chair is a, a time space dimensional vehicle operated by the new god Metron, 
and it allows him to travel and observe the universe. But anyone sitting in the chair has is basically om- omniscient. Can I can I can I make it easier? Yeah. Figure the chair to be the internet. And you're sitting in the chair and it is a direct link to everything connected to the internet. A- anything and if the internet had all the information right. anyone knows or ever will know. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. So, um Batman's sitting in the chair, yes. and he asks himself, you know, what, what's the Joker's true name? That's going to be an important fact, okay, uh, yeah. as we kind of in, uh, review this. Steve. At, <laughs> exactly, <laughs> Steve. So so Batman finds out that the answer is not that simple. I mean, is is often the case with the Joker, because the answer he gets is that, well, which one? What do you mean which one? The, the, the Joker. Well, there are currently three people that go by that name. So so now 5 years later you know we're getting the payoff right to to this setup. So the three jokers now you know the story set in motion after we have three crimes that are committed in Gotham on the same night at the same time and all seemingly committed by the Joker. So you get a a, a comedian's gruesome murder that's live streamed you get uh, a crime family that's entirely wiped wiped out. wiped out, and then you get a group of men that are poisoned with Joker venom and then staged uh, at uh, at Access Chemicals, you know, with the, that rictus smile, and the so so that that's kind of the event that sets things in motion. And then our, our our protagonists of the story are Batman, Batgirl, and Red Hood, which is I think that's a good choice. For protagonist, I, I agree. Um, I did think it was kind of weird that we didn't get uh, Dick, that we didn't get Nightwing. Raising, yeah, that we didn't get Nightwing in that in that story as well, because he was you know the first Robin who had to deal with the Joker. He and and I think the re, I mean that's a yeah, but yeah, but, but his let's absence be honest, is, is is noticeable. But Batgirl and Red Hood though had direct. They've correlation. Been They've been They've hurt been badly. Yes, you know, uh, Barbara Gordon's w- was shot by the Joker and right. paralyzed, and Jason uh, was killed. He was ki- yeah killed and or beaten within an inch of his life, depending on you know what who's telling the story. But yeah. they've all. I mean, the, the the theme of this story is supposed to be trauma and how do you recover from trauma and what kind of an extension of the whole killing joke. You know, all it takes is one bad day. Mm-hmm. Some people they have a bad day. They grow stronger from it. Some people they have a bad day, and they you know it uh, cripples them. And then other people they have a bad day, and they decide they're just gonna make and the world a, a, make the world a, a worse place. Some yeah. people just want to watch the world. Burn. They just they just want to watch the world. Please burn. don't talk about me, Master. Master. <laughs> <laughs> so we we get this, and so the story now we have three jokers who each seem to be a little bit of a tip of the cap to. Each of the the you know the golden silver and, like and I modern said, age respectively. I think I thought this was a beautiful concept. I loved this concept. It's cool. It's it's a it is a very it, I'll say it is a very cool concept. Um, you differentiate between the Joker's reading right. the story. They each get kind of a moniker. So you get uh, the criminal. Right. Right. So he's the most orderly of the three. He's he, kind of like your Dick Sprang era right. um, Joker. He's the big you know the. You know the big smiles, Joker, and everything like that. Uh, then there's the clown, and he's more of like your your Silver Age. He's the one that you know his he's the, the his shtick involves like the the razor playing cards. And so he's the the one that Scooby Doo met. He's the yeah he's the right? he's the one that was on Super Friends and the right, and then Scooby Doo met yes. 
Uh, and, and then there's the comedian. The comedian, and not to be confused with Watchmen's the, the right. comedian, right. but uh, and and he's just. I mean, there's no way to other way to say it. I mean, he is the Joker from he's, the Killing Joke. He's the psychotic. You know, one he's, of he's the, the most three. psychotic one yeah. of the three. He's the wild card. He's the one that you got to keep a leash on. Which is funny. I mean, in a, a group of three jokers, like to say that there is. I that mean, they're those, all wild cards. Can you imagine those two are looking and they're like, "Oh God, stay away from that guy, dude." <laughs> dude, you're making bad. Decisions. Let's let's rein it in a little, okay? Someone's hey, can you listen? I know he's got to go and do that thing. Can you go with him? I just? got I got I got to do Joker voices because we can we, You know how often? Do, I mean, we're, this is a rich, you know, Joker rich story. Right. So I mean, it's like yeah, the other ones are going like, "Whoa, rein it in there, man. That's a little too far." You know, it's it's when you need a Joker to rein in the Joker, you know that shit's really just yeah, like that jumped guy, off. Like, but but the other thing is too, like you know, he's like, would you like to play with my throwing cards and my acid flowers? No, thank you. I have a three fifty seven loaded and ready to go. And you're like, okay, Ooh, well that's a bit messy. <laughs> so, yeah. So like, do they work together? Yes, they're they're, they're a team. Okay, I thought yeah. they were like competing. No, See, that no. would have been interesting too. I, though. Yeah, I, I who's think the real Joker kind of a situation? Y- yeah, there, there, and therein kind of lies part of the problem because the Joker has always been, uh, or, or I shouldn't, excuse me, I shouldn't say it has always been. More recently, the incarnation yeah. of the Joker has been an agent of chaos. Well, now here's so it doesn't make sense that he would right. really work well in a team. No, I have I have a question with this as well. But yeah. so does that mean technically that there's four Jokers? Four? So we're we're just not gonna mention the Doctor Jekyll, Mister Hyde, Jack Napier. Well, and, and I see, see that's that's the thing. I think the way that I think of it, the criminal, that is that is our Jack Napier. I that's how I see it. I I think that is our 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 Jack Napier. Yeah. Joker. Okay. Okay, that makes sense. But yeah, I mean they they don't. I'd say the comedian is the only one that really seems to adhere to any kind of specific story. Right. right. The others are kind of just loosely based on, on okay. the others. But okay. this is going to be sort of my non-spoiler review yeah, we'll of this. I'm, I'm going to do – I'm going to record a much lengthier, more in-depth kind of spoiler um, uh, review on this. But for those who don't want spoilers, uh, you're, you're in the right place. Um Overall, I would say this book is entertaining insofar that you can turn off your brain and ignore the continuity from the story that it, it so insistently wants you to remember. I, so, I, What I do like about this is, is you just kind of like, this is what's going on right in front of me. This is how the world is going kind of a thing. And I like that. Well, yeah. yeah I, 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 unfortunately, I have to say, overall, this story felt like a disappointment to me. Okay. Uh, I'm, I'm, and yeah. I told you, I had read this months ago. Mm-hmm. I just feel indifferent. Like I remember reading it, and, and and you were like, "Oh, do you remember this?" And I'm like, vaguely. Yeah, I I really I'm not saying that the story is not without it. This, it's not without its good points, but the good points are not enough to save it. And I really wanted to like this because here here's what I think. If I could sum up, yeah, go ahead. This story suffers from the J.J. Abrams problem. One hundred percent. Yeah, yeah, and and yeah. so like the J.J. Abrams problem is that J.J. Abrams is really good at coming up with cool premises for right. things. Like, if you ever watched the show Lost, like, he uh. would, you'd have these great setups. Like, they go into a place, they're on an island, yet somehow there's a polar bear that's walking on the ceiling. And a shadow monster. And a shadow monster. And all of these really cool... Um, Concepts. You know, mysteries. You know, J.J. Abrams has said he's a big fan of the mystery box, right? Like, it doesn't, and I think he's even said, like, it doesn't matter what's inside the box. It's just the fact that there's a mystery. What's in the box? What's in the box, man? What's in the box? 
But here, I have a problem with that because, yes, if you're going to have a cool premise, you need to have a good follow through. You got to bring solve it solve that problem. Stick the landing. Yeah, you got you got to stick the landing. And, and this just it doesn't. And it ignores the resolution of this story, ignores the continuity of the of the previous. So they keep plugging Killing Joke, right? right? Like they want you like right down to the the not, the three by three paneling. Right. Brian Bollard's, uh, excuse me, um, Jason Fabox art resembles. Looks, it looks just it looks like, like Killing Joke. Looks like Brian Bollard, yeah. uh, Bollard's. Um, I mean, he's wearing artwork. the damn Hawaiian shirt. So they want you to think of Killing Joke. Right. But the ending of this makes no sense if you think about it, if you think about what we learned in Killing Joke. Right. So it's, uh, unfortunately, it, it just kind of, um, it sets up an interesting mystery without a satisfying payoff. And so I, I, I had to give this uh, two out of five batarangs. Save your money. Go read The Killing Joke instead. Yeah, I agree. I, I just have one follow-up question. Yes. Um, do they explain how, like, these three jokers got together. Can I can like I can I talk about this? I absolutely love this. Can, can you not non spoilery? Can you do it or or no? <sighs> You're gonna have to fast forward. Okay. So preparing to fast forward. Fast forward. Fast forwarding, sir. Fast forward. <laughs> so basically, Joker wanted to make friends. Basically, is what it was. Didn't he like create the other ones? Like he threw. Basically, he threw them in the same vat of acid. That he got transformed. He's like, I want a friend. Bang. I mean, that's how we all make friends. And then he looks at, right. And he looks and he goes, and then the two of them are like, we're lonely. Let's make a friend. Let's make another one. Yeah, but apparently, I, you know what I think, honestly? So the first two, you know, he makes the first one. He's like, you are my friend now, you know? And he's like, okay. And they're like, oh, the chemicals are looking a bit old. Ah, throw them in anyway. And then they throw them and then they get the comedian. And they're like, oh, we should have made a new batch. It's like the movie Multiplicity. Yeah. If you ever saw the mil- movie Multiplicity with, with Michael, Michael Keaton, Keaton. he, he uh, That is not a Batman movie. It's uh it, it, it's about a guy that is uh, so overwhelmed with life and work that he he goes to a place that has a cloning machine and so he he just makes clones of himself, but every time but one of them makes a clone of a right. clone and so that clone's a little little off. So like one's very angry, one's his tough side, one's his sad side, one's his hat. Like it, it pulls an emotion with every clone. So in this one, like I think it separated them. I I don't know really what. Uh, so I mean I complain about it not having a satisfying resolution, and I I honestly don't know what that satisfying resolution is. But I think just to say well. The original Joker simply just made other Jokers by taking other people and throwing them into the acid. And, I, think and I think oversimplifies those, things. I, I was picturing like the Uncle Sam, like, "Do you hate Batman? We want you." <laughs> y- yeah, yeah. Like the Sons of Batman, except there's the Sons of the Joker. We have a great uh, 401k program. Join our 401k. You oh, get a sweet suit and some weapons. Oh well, you know they're gonna have dental in the Joker. They have club to. too. I mean, we, if you're gonna have a big <laughs> smile, you gotta have good teeth. We have teeth, like the chattering teeth. <laughs> exactly, exactly. Yeah. I I just I didn't like that explanation. Yeah. I mean that that's just not. I don't know what it would have been. I don't think it would have been good to have like a cosmic explanation, like the other two Jokers were or like from, from a other, parallel universe. Well, that that is that's been DC's like answer to things. They're like, well, why is it like this? Different universe. And, and different universe. And, and Marvel does the same thing. Different universe. When, Sorry, when different universe. That wouldn't have worked for this story because you're doing a very gr- it's a very grounded Batman story. It's not cosmic stuff. It's about trauma and 
and very kind of human, deep human type problems. Right. And I don't think a cosmic explanation of that would have worked. Uh, honestly, I think the the only solution because I, I was I was thinking about this like well you know you don't like this what would you have liked and I think the ending I really would have liked would have been leave it leave it ambiguous don't explain to us don't tell I don't want to know actually do you know what I would want how they uh, what would you would yeah what would you have wanted inner ter- inner turmoil between the three jokers I want them to turn on each other and I want eventually to be one and we don't find out who it is. But yeah, yeah, exactly. Like, we lock them in a room, and they'll be like, all right, well, only two of you are going to survive. Or, you know, only one of you is coming out. Does he eat the other? Well, maybe, but, <laughs> but that's the thing. But but I wanted something like that, and then we just didn't know which Joker we got. I feel like the ending of the... Yes, I, I agree. An amb- more of an ambiguous ending like that would have been better, and I feel like they... I don't know if this was editorial mandate or if this was Jeff Johns, but I feel like they wanted to end this by saying, oh, okay, guys, it's it's all right. It's Nobody panic. It is the real Joker. It's the Joker that you know you've had all along. It's uh, I. I felt like they were. He woke up and he goes, "Oh, it was just a dream." Well, I think they were j- the ending the Bob for me. Newhart. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. I feel like they were just afraid to to take any risks. No, I agree. This. I agree. But but there this this um you know the this series was not without its good points. As I said, Jason Fabok's artwork is terrific. There are some visually. There are just some some moments in here that are uh, really stand out to me. I think that that moment where they go to the aquarium yeah. and they see the Jokerized shark. Shark that was so yeah, cool. it's creepy. It's, yeah. I mean, and it's, it's the little fish too. There's a little, the little Joker fish kind of swimming along, and I and you know, like that story, and that was created for the animated series. Um, that is my favorite story. Oh, the I love the Joker fish. fish. I think it's so cool. I loved the idea that he goes. Well, I guess I'll screw with something else, you know. Yeah, and, yeah, yeah. And 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 that like that to me, that's pure chaos. Yeah, there 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 are there's you know there's it's it is it is a feast for the eyes. No no doubt. No, no doubt. And it's a very interesting premise, but it just doesn't pay off. And there are some moments in here like this one that I, I was hoping we could we could actually do a table yeah, read yeah, I'm ready. Uh, uh kind of a favorite moment that I had. So, this is in issue 2 and this is at a, a point where so Jason has been captured again. He's been captured. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. What is it with that dude? It's like if you couldn't go up against one Joker and come out on top, what makes you think you can go up against three? Because I'm Red Hood and I'm a devil may care kind of guy. I- exactly. Yeah. Well, you're not, and you're wrong, and <laughs> you deserve whatever happens <laughs> to you. Jason. You're not, Th- and see, you're wrong. See, this is why people voted to have you killed, Jason. So, Th- no one, no and one we're gonna we're gonna talk about this, but yeah, I mean they. I mean, it, it wasn't even like close. I think it, no, I think it was. I th- oh I, no, I, I think it. I mean, I don't even very very unpopular. Let me, let, me, but let me keep keep doing. It. I'm going to do a little but research. So what we were going to do is do a little table read of uh, a favorite moment that I have. So I'll I'll set the scene for you. And uh, if you if at home if you have this on Comicsology or if you have the comic book and you want to go along as we're reading it, doing do a little radio theater for you. This is issue two of the Three Jokers. And this is starting at the top of page 27. So uh, reading for the part of Jason Todd will be Chris. Yo. And reading for the part of both Jokers in the scene will be yours truly. All right. So you ready to go, sir? Yes, sir. Go ahead. I'm, I'm going to find that poll, too, afterwards. That's what she said. Okay. Nah. <coughs> Just getting, getting, into the, getting into the moment. Okay. 
Jason Todd, petty thief. You should have been cuffed and arrested, but then the Batman took you in. To make you a second Robin, you were reborn. And then after your death, you were born again. But things happen in threes. Like you guys. I was the first, but Batman, before Batman, I ran Gotham. News flash, Joker number whatever the hell you say you are. One of your buddies has his crazy ass brains all over the aquarium floor. And as soon as I get free, you're next. <laughs> What the hell's wrong with you? Let you in on a little secret about the Joker, boy. It hurts when I laugh. So what? You're trying to tell me you're the real Joker? Who is the Joker, really? We're going to find out! <laughs> We've spent considerable time trying to answer that question. Who is the Joker? We found that judge, serial killer, a surgeon, all rather predictable and uninspiring. And then there's you. Tell me something. Why would you put that helmet on and call yourself the Red Hood after what we did? Come on. Is every one of you copycats gonna ask me the same thing? It's a joke. A joke? We left you with brain damage and permanent nerve pain. Physical and emotional trauma so severe that only relief you'll ever find is when you inflict pain on others. You and me, we're a lot more alike than you'd care to admit. you already know that. You nearly died and you blame the Batman. You hate him for it. Me too. I hate a lot of people. But you hate him most of all, don't you? Batman needs a better Joker. But, to put it simply, you're just not bright enough. <laughs> Tell me, Jason, does it hurt when you laugh? And scene! Wow, it was like I was there. Like we were just in the movie. <sighs> um, I definitely imagine the, the game. The, oh, the I totally. 100% it's Jack Nicholson. He's the Jack Nicholson yeah, Joker. 100%. And then the... Um, Really, the 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 clown I think of as Mark Hamill. Yeah, yeah. But this was the comedian so scene, and I, I didn't have another Joker voice. Yeah, which is fine. But that's I, a, that's I a guess favorite. We could have done Heath Ledger. <laughs> <laughs> I know. I 
know he's not your favorite. He's no, but he's yeah, not. Th- that's a, that's a pretty good moment. So no, anyway, I like that. that. Yeah, yeah. So so anyway, that's it. It's not without its good moments, but maybe if you got a buddy that has a Comixology account, um, you know, maybe read it off of his. But all right, what what have you been reading? So buddy? here's the thing. I actually I'm not gonna play this game. I've got a little bit of comic book news. Comic book news. Okay. All right. So, DC is putting out a, uh, I don't want to call it a new series, but a continuation of a series. And they introduce a new Nightwing. Yeah. I've, I've, this, um. Have you seen the art? I have. It's like kind of a a mixture of Nightwing and uh, Deathstroke. He is wearing a Deathstroke suit now. Yeah. I don't know why. Now, I will tell you one thing. It takes place in the future. Right. But from somebody who, well, then that makes sense. That's not Dick then. No, I I don't know. It's, I bet you anything. I'll bet you any kind of money. Yeah. That is the child of Dick Grayson and Ravenger. Oh. Oh, Okay. Well, then who is uh, Robin Red, X? Red X. Red X. Red X. No idea. So see, because I saw someone saying that it was uh, Dick and Damien. I could see that. But what's kind of, like I said, it's kind of neat, though, that they're taking uh, ideas from other areas. So Red X was a, a villain in the TV show Teen Titans, the cartoon. Right. So, but he's never had any kind of iteration in the comic books. W- wasn't he really, didn't he turn out to really actually be Robin? Like Ro- Robin, like I th- in disguise? I think so. I, I I think he ended up ended up being that. Um, I'll be honest with you, I didn't watch the show. But. No. It's a good show. It's, um, that oh, was yeah. something that, that Jen watched a lot of, though. Did you? I loved it. W- can you tell us? Can, yeah, tell Can you fill us in then? Do you do you know about, uh, re- is it That's Red X? Yeah. Red X. That was years ago. I don't really yeah. remember. I'm sorry. So. Could you make something up that sounds good? Yeah. So here, let me give you a little uh so it's being released January twelfth. Mm-hmm. Um it's written by Tim Sheridan. The art and cover is by uh Rafa Sandoval. Um Bless you. Yeah, there's gonna be a, a cardstock variant cover by Dustin Mugen. Um it's gonna be three ninety nine, thirty two pages. So I mean Well and, and DC's doing this this whole future state thing now where they're they're moving all of their titles ahead so we're getting we're getting not i think i think we're getting two batmans because there's two two, right. two bat batman designs Man. one of them batman yeah they one of them looks almost like a more tactical no cape uh like like a captain america style kind of helmet oh really i haven't seen that y- yeah, yet yeah yeah okay you should, yeah you should check you i'm would, down you would, you would really like that all right so you want to read you want me to read the premise for you where, where are you did, what's your source cbr comic book review oh, okay all right um so here, I, I, I looked it up, so let me get it. When the original new Teen Titans formed a school to mentor the, uh, and train young heroes, they wanted to help save the world. Years later, Titans Tower is a monument to a graveyard of pupils lost in the terrible battle. Ooh. Returning to the site of the greatest failure, Nightwing, Starfire, Beast Boy, and Cyborg join Raven to plot a course to face off against the evil that destroyed their team in school. Loyalties are questioned and motives in are suspect as the former team heroes must turn to the mysterious Red X, a former student, for help. Don't miss the first comics appearance of this Red X, previously seen only on the hit animated TV show Teen Titans Go. So apparently, oh. he was he was on Teen Titans Go. So, which how do you so how do you I mean, and this is a question for both of you, but yeah. how do you feel about 
like in comic books where when they do that, when they jump forward in time, like they move all of the I'm, books. I'm forward okay. In time. I'm okay with it. Just, but here's the thing: if it's a one-off story, I'm good with it. If we do it just for the sake of doing it, I'm not. I'm not really a fan. Um, but do you remember, like, when they would do like the premonition comics of when Damien becomes Batman, you know, and stuff yeah. like that? Like, that's I like. I liked yeah. those, and I think that's what this is going to be. I think it's just going to be telling of a story, and that'll be it. Well, I think because DC did something like this a while ago that was called One Year Later, and it was they jumped all of their comic books uh, a, a year, and it was it was basically they had a new status quo, a new right. continuity, right? Uh, but without. So they were just everything was sort of in retros- retrospective. They were just sort of talking about things that had happened that got them to that point. But Jen, uh, how do you, how do you feel about that when they they do that? I think it's kind of lazy. I yeah. feel like it's well, we could go through this, but we're all kind of tired of the storyline. So let's make it just like completely change and just oh, that makes throw sense. A time skip in, and yeah. now we can make cool new costumes and you know new storylines and new premises, and we don't have to like actually go through you don't have to do any all work the pesky storytelling exactly. to get us to that point yeah that makes sense we we want to we want to have uh barbara gordon as the new batman i, I don't know and, well, and we don't want to explain it just happened it just happened well, we don't want to explain how now, we got to that point now i might have been now i might be mistaken and and i know of all people's gonna tell me but what's like i like to say i might be an idiot right wasn't batman year zero kind of like that remember we were like Batman, but he had like the backpack full of tools, and he's in the jungle and all this weird. Ba- Batman Year Zero was sort of a, pre- a prequel. Yeah, but but it was like like a, a, a apocalyptic story where um, I'm pretty sure it was years. It was either years. You, you might be getting that confused with um, what year was? There's what the, there, one was that? There was another Batman story. Oh, no, oh my god, I'm drawing a blank on it now. But you know what I'm talking um, about, right? Last night. No, I think you're thinking of Last Night on Earth. Which is the one where Batman wakes up and he's in an insane asylum? No, 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 no. Try to convince there was him. another one where there is a Batman Year Zero. Right, right. But it was like he was in a jungle and there was like apocalyptic where all his weapons were in like a backpack and some yeah, shit yeah, yeah. and like like that. Once again, like the lazy storytelling where they're like, we're gonna put Batman in the jungle and see if he survives, you know. And I'm just like, no, thank you. Please, please go back. I'm telling you. Do you know what I want more than anything? What? Give me a goddamn detective story. Here I, I'm. This is this is off of Google. Uh, Batman Year Zero was a year-long comic book crossover event published by DC Comics that began in June 2013 and ended in July 2014, featuring the superhero Batman. The series was written by Scott. Okay, that tells me absolutely nothing. Uh, okay, the story begins with Gotham Gotham City being destroyed in a flood and Batman believed to be dead. The first. Okay, well, well, shut my mouth. I guess I'm I'm wrong. Um. Uh, oh, yeah. By the way, it's great radio right now. I want to tell <laughs> you, you were one hundred percent right, Jay, and I, I like to put that credit out there. Okay. So for what was I right about? He was wrong. The Red Hood poll. Let yes. me let me tell you what it was. Within thirty six hour period allotted for voting, the poll mm-hmm. received ten thousand six hundred and fourteen votes. The verdict in favor of the character's death. Won by seventy-two votes. It was five. Thir- it was uh, five thousand three hundred forty-three votes to five thousand two hundred seventy-one. So it was, it was close. That was close. was close. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I thought it was like we fucking hate him, and t- no, that like that's that's just how you felt. 
No, I like the it's character. It's the danger of echo chambers, man. You got to step outside, talk with other people. Otherwise, you just define your reality yeah. by what you you think. No, man. I see. Yeah. I I liked. I like Jason. Well, thank you. I, so, appreci- I appreciate it. No, no, no. Like I said, I always like to show, it, you know, it, if I'm wrong, I'm wrong. Here we go. I'm, so I'm reading this off of Wikipedia about uh, Batman Year Zero. So uh, initially conceptualized as a Batman storyline, um, it was, uh, you know, intended to redefine the origin of Batman in the New 52, being a fresh story unconnected to the other interpretations, such as Batman Year One. The story does, however, incorporate several elements from Batman Year One, such as Bruce Wayne's long absence from Gotham City and his first attempts at vigilantism. So it is, in effect, sort of a prequel. Is that the one where he's in the jungle, though? That's what I'm asking. Um, well, I mean, that's what Batman Year Zero is. Is Okay, with his, like, sleeves cut off and everything. And yeah, and okay. he's riding a motorbike. And All right, yeah, 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 that one, that one. No, no, here's the thing, though. Motorbike. Does anyone use that term? Man, I am. I, I like, I like that so term. Old, pop, pop, I love that term. All right, great. Thank but you. here's the thing. Did I like the story? Yeah, I actually thought it was very interesting. Did I want that to stay? No, because if I wanted that, then I'd have Kazar. You know, I mean, I've I've got a jungle man. Thank you. I don't need a bat jungle man. So, however, I've got my jungle man. Thank you. And I don't need my bat jungle man. However, uh, in the Venture Brothers, that's another thing we talked about. Oh, yeah. One of the sons, his his name is Hank. He's a Batman fan. Like when they all dress up like to go somewhere fancy, he dresses up in a uh, 1980s plastic Batman mask (laughs) and like the full suit. Uh-huh. And uh, well, anyway, sticking his tongue in the slot. He, <laughs> he keeps sticking it in the hole, and they're like, "He's like, you gotta stop!" And he gets, he, he goes, "I can't help it. It's maddening." <laughs> anyway, they end up crash landing in the jungle, and he ends up going to like an ancient Mayan ruin uh-huh. where they were uh, worshiping the bats. Ah. So he finds <laughs> the bat mask, and he says, "He goes, yes, father, I will become the bat." And so he has he survives in the jungle by eating these mysterious beans, beans, which turn out to be coffee. So he's like crapping everywhere (laughs) and just (laughs) "Ah!" and he's just angry and running all over the place. I'll I'll show you. I'll show you. That's great. But anyway, so you want to do some movie talk? Um, Well, movie talk or as we refer to it for this show, ghosts of movies present. Yeah. Strange things are afoot at the Circle K. When this baby hits 88 miles per hour, you're gonna see some serious shit. This episode was badly written! Joey, you like movies about gladiators? Human sacrifice, dogs and cats living together, mass hysteria! Are you not entertained? Are you not entertained? Is this not why you were here? Some days you just can't get rid of a bomb. So, um, I'm getting Gal Gadot for Christmas. I don't know how I feel about that. Does she know? Um, I, I guess so. Does Mrs. J know? Um, she will. <laughs> she will. We're all getting, well, all right. I, I phrased that wrong. We're all getting Gal Gadot for Christmas. You're getting Gal Gadot for Christmas, and you're getting Gal Gadot for Christmas. And I'm getting Gal Gadot for Christmas. Yeah. Uh, so, that's I just, heard about this. That's just my, my way of saying that Wonder Woman 1985 is going to be released uh, simultaneously on HBO Max yeah. and in theaters on Christmas Day. But here's the thing. Year. Well, let's let's talk about this whole HBO thing because – Well, that, that's, that's the next yeah. story. I mean, it's truly Warner the Brothers, home box office. Well, Warner Brothers has said, yeah, um, 
we've teamed up with HBO Max, so all of our movies on the same day, you could either pay $30 to go see in a movie theater, or since you pay a monthly subscription, we'll give it to you there. Well, it's 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 very clever too. It's I mean, I think on on uh, you know on on Warner Time Warner's part because they're imagine how many subscriptions. To oh yeah, HBO Max. Everybody everybody is already people gonna are going to get for Christmas. Still. Yeah, um, I'm going to go through the full lineup um, in a moment of the movies. Yeah, that are we'll coming do, out we'll next do year, that. We'll do that. I just want to first ask, like, first of all, what are your? I, I'm excited for Wonder I, Woman. I am stoked. It looks like we're finally going to get a, uh, a a true Wonder Woman story. Like yeah. I want to say, the first one was good. Mm-hmm. But in my opinion, it was very closely related to like Captain America kind of a thing, you know. And I'm like, okay, I get it. I like the whole war thing, but this next one, that's a Wonder Woman story. I would say that Wonder Woman was a decent movie. It it kind its weakest part is in the the last third. Did you like Wonder Woman, Jen? Like the big. The beginning. You like the beginning, right? Just like the the first part on the island, or did did you like the like the middle part where I like the battle? I I did not like the end. No, 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 no like one liked the, the end. Like the no, not the oh no, the end. But like the middle part with like the no man's land and where she meets up with um with the Steve Rogers with the snow and everything. Yeah. I liked that part. I yeah. thought that was very sweet. Yeah, it was good. Like seeing her interact with the people. I right. like that. Yeah, just I I thought the payoff with Ares just wasn't. It, it wasn't, it wasn't there. And I'll be honest with you. One, they they didn't do a good job with Ares. Two, they had such a great actor, and they, they just kind of, it fell to the wayside. Well, they covered him in CGI yeah, at w- the end, so that was, you didn't get to make use of that. But this Please next don't one. Make my suit CGI. What's that? Please don't make my suit CGI. Yeah, <laughs> or, or green. So, but this next one. Yeah. Cheetah? Yeah. You uh, looking for, I'm looking well, forward to seeing Cheetah. Here's the th- and I will say this. When I first and 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 a lot of people said this about Michael Keaton, a lot of people said this about Chris Evans, a lot of people said this, you know, about a, a number of actors. At first, I was like, ah, man, I don't know about Kristen Wiig as as Cheetah. I was like, Cheetah is a very intense character. She's very serious. She's, you know, she's not a goofball. And I go, oh man, I was like, great, you know, here we go again. But. From everything that and, I'm and seeing, and kind of a, a tragic character, right? Too. And I was like, of all people, like I could see like Rosario Dawson. Oh yeah, you I know mean, what yeah, I mean? Yeah, 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 yeah. She can't play every role. I know we <laughs> love her. We love Rosario okay, Dawson, okay. but Rosario, D- everyone Wait. loves Rosario Dawson. Okay, let's just get that out of the way. How about Ava Mendez then? <laughs> Basically, her twin sister. Um, <laughs> if I, you look at the two, I mean, it's pretty close. No, but anyway. I, nothing alike, virtually in, in my eyes. In your okay. in, in my eyes. Well, you must be looking at them from the neck down. Yeah, <laughs> they're, yeah, they're virtually yeah. nothing alike. Guilty. Um, but but down. anyway, from the neck down. She's like even yeah, that's very different. Yeah, you know, yeah. I, I was I was trying to help him out. <laughs> I'm on my own island here. But but the thing is, is I'm 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 very excited to see it. Um, there are some things that they're really gonna have to fucking explain. The well, whole like, like how is Steve Rogers still alive? Trevor. Oh, Trevor. <laughs> I'm sorry. Oh my god. You can understand how I could make that mistake. Like Steve oh, yeah. Trevor and Steve Rogers. I mean, they're almost they're both military yeah. guys. They both blonde have, guys. They're both named Chris. Played played by Chris's. So I was gonna give just a little uh, backstory yeah, on uh, on Barbara Minerva, who is the sh- she is going to be the I, I believe that's the incarnation that's the of cheetah, cheetah yeah. that we're getting. Yeah. 
But uh, so this is uh, Wikipedia. Uh, third third cheetah in the third cheetah is a British archaeologist named Barbara Ann Minerva, born as the heiress to a vast fortune in her ancient family uh, seat in Nottingham, Nottinghamshire. Ambitious, selfish, and severely neurotic, Barbara develops a passion for archaeology that eventually led her to search out a tribe in Africa which had a female guardian with the powers of a cheetah. A band of marauders killed the guardian and most of what remained of her original expedition party. Barbara, with the aid of the priest Chuma, the caretaker of the ancient plant god Erskartaga, bless you, takes her place after being told that she would gain immortality. Her powers are conferred to her by ingesting a combination of human blood and the berries or leaves of Erskartaga, uh, which gives her orange skin with black spots, a tail, and claws, as well as superhuman senses and reflexes. Unfortunately for Minerva, the host of the cheetah persona is intended to be a virgin. Minerva is not. Ah. So her transformations were part curse and part blessing as she experiences severe pain and physical disability while in her human form and bloodthirsty euphoria while in her cat form. But but the thing is, for me, that's like, an intense character. It's intense, and I wanted that. And then, like I said, I heard Kristen Wiig, and I was like, "Oh, come on, guys!" But you know what? I'm very impressed that she is going, like, trying to go that distance, trying to be that serious character. I, I've heard this before that it's easy. It's easier to go from comedy to drama than the other way around. Yeah, because comedy is hard. Yeah, yeah, yeah. that's definitely something. Can I tell you something that I I thought was kind of funny? And and we have to we have to thank uh, the pandemic for this. They had already had all the merchandise and everything scheduled. They had already had like they were like, okay, Wonder Woman's coming out at this time. Then we're gonna put out t-shirts. We're gonna put out action figures. We're gonna and then they they stop production. They're like, nope, sorry, it's not coming out. Well, then all of a sudden, nope, 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 nope. And then the next thing you know, we start seeing. Wonder Woman 1984 little tidbits start coming out at gas stations, yep. Target, Walmart. Like, all of a sudden, we're starting getting figures. And people, they hadn't even officially released a photo of Cheetah yet. You know how right. I saw it? I saw it on a fucking t-shirt. Yeah, yeah. And I was like, oh, that's how she's going to look. Wow, that's nice. I like that. <laughs> right. I mean, the merchandising wing of these things. Right. I mean, it, it like, they didn't spoilers stop. spoilers inevitable. Like, they didn't stop. They're like, well, this shit's coming out. They're like, it's coming out anyway. Do you, do you guys have HBO Max? No. We'll have to have you over so you can socially distance and we'll and we'll watch it. Yeah, okay. That sounds like a great idea. But but okay, so but to okay, so to go off of that, uh you mentioned Warner Brothers is releasing their I mean that dropped this week. Yes. That um you know Warner Brothers is releasing their entire slate digitally as yes. well as in theaters. So let's talk about it. Um Little movies like that are coming out. Some of them I don't know what they are, but other ones I mean, oh my god, I can't believe they're coming out. Right, right, right. So here, here's the full lineup, uh, and this is uh, this is from CDR.com. Uh, the Little Things. I don't know what that is. Judas and the Black Messiah. Don't know what that is. Tom and Jerry. I know who those are, but I like oh, that. By I the recognize way. that reference. So Tom and Jerry. Have you seen the artwork for that? I have not. It looks awesome. CGI. Yes, but it's it's almost well. Obviously, the technology is better. But do you remember the Bowwinkle movie they did back in like the early 2000s? Is that the one with Robert De Niro yes. as uh, Boris? Yes. 
No, yeah. he was Rene Russo is he Natasha. Was, no, no, no. Uh, uh, Robert De Niro was the 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 leader. Remember, he was the one with the hat and the the monocle. He Isn't that Boris? No, that's not Boris. Boris is the little guy who talks like this. Hmm. So anyway, uh, so we have that. I'm gonna Google that. Kind of a big one. Godzilla versus Kong. No, yeah, right. Oh my God, man! I can't believe that. I'm so excited for the next one. Mortal frigging combat. I didn't even know this was coming. I didn't even know that that was yeah. coming out. Yeah. Uh, let's see. A next one called Those Who Wish Me Dead. That's a lot of people. Um, wow. Yeah, sorry. That's dark. Uh, the Conjuring, The Devil Made Me Do It, which is kind of funny. Uh, In the Heights. Okay. This one, Space Jam. A new legacy. And did you did you guys hear who is taking the place of Michael Jordan? Why isn't Michael Jordan in it? No, it's <laughs> it, it's LeBron James. Why isn't Michael Jordan yeah, in it? Yeah, it's gonna be LeBron James. He's retired. Yeah, he's retired. He's he's from basketball. He's 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 a bit long in the tooth. I'm sure you know what, they'll probably work a cameo. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. They they have yeah. gotta do something like and, that. And uh Chris Buddy, uh you know what? Uh Turnabout is fair play, and you are absolutely correct. Robert De Niro was fearless leader. I told you. The part of Boris was played by Jason Alexander. Oh, which is very film. fitting. And Rene Russo. So we have that. Natasha. Oh, a little movie called The Suicide Squad. Now, have you seen? Let's talk about Suicide okay. Squad. Yeah, yeah. Have you seen? See, the problem is, is I don't want to get excited because if you remember, we watched the trailer for the original, and I was like, oh, man, I'm excited. Look at this. Look at this. And then we get Shakira, Shakira, I'm on fire. And I like Shakira. N- not not for that movie. Not right. Shakira Develine. Shakira. <laughs> Shakira, Shakira, I'm on fire. Shakira, Shakira, I'm right. on fire. The hip-swaying enchantress, well, uh, yeah. gyrating. Uh, but, yes. Well, and the worst part is, is, my favorite scenes right. in that movie had nothing to do with the Suicide Squad. Some of them didn't even make it into the movie. My favorite scenes were the Batman scenes. <laughs> you know, I loved those. Right. But but this, I mean, let's let's talk about here. Um, I'm going to submit to you a few reasons why you should be excited for this movie. Okay. 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 Go right. ahead, because One. I want to I want to pull up the list so that way we can have show the team. One, James Gunn is directing, which so I I am. So, so excited. Two hit movies with Marvel, two hit superhero movies, two The Guardians, which should not have worked at all. Uh, a movie with a talking tree and a talking raccoon should not have worked at all. It's all in the music. It, it, I mean, it has the it best, the, the best, best soundtrack. So you got James Gunn. Um, I, I really feel like DC, the movie wing, uh, Warner Brothers, has kind of learned their lesson since... Um, Batman v Superman and no dark uh, and Justice League. Uh, I I think they're I, I hope that they're reducing some of their studio interference. The latest entries from DC, I would say, while they have not been spectacular, I would say they're about as good as maybe one of Marvel's worst movies. Okay, so like Shazam. I um, loved that movie. I, I, I thought the, I thought it was good. I thought it was passable. It was not amazing, but I thought it was good. Um, uh, Wonder Woman, uh, Aquaman. Also, I thought was it was good. It was good. Right. I didn't think it was amazing, but I thought I thought it was good. So DC has been on an uptick, and the cast. Let's talk. Uh, okay, let me, so th- that's what I wanted to pull up. So yeah, that way yeah, I have it. So obviously, Margot Robbie's going to reprise it in her role. I mean, oh my god, she's y- the y- you have to. They're they're not going to abandon her. Now, this one was kind of a, a big one because they had said Will Smith is not going to be in the movie. 
Right. He's he's not reprising his role as Deadshot, which I'll be honest with you, I'm not I'm not too upset. You you didn't like him as Deadshot? It, it, it just he didn't fit for me. Okay. He he didn't fit for me. I thought he was too goofy to play Deadshot. Jeff is a good guy. I agree. I agree. You you said that almost like you, you feel never like Chris needs to apologize. No, no, no. Like no, you never like see him as a just, bad guy. He's a good guy. He he shouldn't be a bad guy. He should never be a bad oh, guy. You he's have, a good guy. You have a tough time seeing him as a bad guy. He's just such a such I I got gotcha. you. He wasn't really gotcha. a bad guy in that. Right. So, um Idris Elba. We had heard that he was coming in originally. People were like, "Oh, he's going to be the new Re- recast the new Deadshot." Deadshot, right, right. And then people were like, "No, no, 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 no. He's going to be Bronze Tiger." And we're like, "Oh, my god, he'd be perfect." But no. He's playing Bloodsport. Really? Yes. I thought he, he's, not, he's not Bronze Tiger. No, he is Bloodsport. Oh, shit. Okay. So I am, and he's a Superman villain, which is right. awesome. And if you remember, he played in a movie called uh, Hobbs and Shaw where he was the bad guy. Do you remember his line in that, what he said? I'm the black Superman. It's it. And so now, and, and they have that. My Idris Elba needs work. Um, so Joel Kinnaman is coming back. He's playing Rick Flagg. So we're we're still getting Rick Flag, which is cool. This fucking guy. Yeah, and, and I'm kind of happy. One that I'm pretty stoked about, and he's in the suits. All right, can we just say this? I know. I, I can I take a guess at who you're gonna say? Who? John Cena. Oh my god. Dude. Yeah. So yeah, John yeah, yeah. Cena is playing, and this and this premise is so cool. I think you would actually really enjoy this, Jen. So John Cena is playing a guy na- known as Peacemaker. Okay. Peacemaker is a ruthless killer who believes in achieving peace at any cost, and they're even better is he's a senator. So he goes at night and starts murdering people who he believes are bad people. So he's a politician. He's He is the politician. And what's even better is John Cena has been described as a douchey Captain America. Th- and I think that's the words that he, yeah. I think yeah, that's what he in used. In his own words. Yeah. So Peter Capaldi is in it. <gasps> yes. And he is playing. Of of uh, of what fame? Doctor Who. Doctor Who. He was the the... The doctor. Which doctor? He uh, twelfth. He was the twelfth doctor. The doctor. The, tw- the twelfth doctor. He was the twelfth okay. doctor. They're um, all the same doctor. Yeah, different different time. I'm so sorry, but anyway, of course they are. Yes. So Peter I'm Capaldi, so he is playing the thinker, which is so cool to me, and a highly intelligent supervillain with mind control, telekinetic abilities. And what's cool is he has like these um, electrodes like sticking out of his head, and he looks so cool. Huh. S- Sylvester Stallone is in it. Really? Sylvester Stallone is playing no. a role. They haven't really mentioned who he's going to be. Oh, that, I'm looking forward to that. Uh, Viola Davis, of course, is coming back. Jai Courtney is, of course, coming Ca- back. Captain Boomerang. Captain Boomerang. Um, Alice Braga as Sol Solara, or Soria, you know where, South you know where American you would, revolutionary. You know where you would know her from? Who? Um, if you saw the movie Predators... I mean, she's been in a lot of movies, right? But, but uh, where where you specifically might know her from, she was the Israeli sniper. Oh yeah, in, yeah, yeah. In Predators, yeah. Pete Davidson of all people. I know. I saw. I can't believe this. I don't this. like him. I will <laughs> tell you that I don't like. That him. That does not surprise that's the me. Weird, like albino looking dude. Yeah. From, okay. Yeah, that's the one who who made fun of um, Dan Crenshaw, and then Dan Crenshaw ripped him a new asshole. Chris has a thing uh, against little wiry white guys like him and uh, what's Michael the other? Sarah. Michael Sarah. Yeah, and yeah. Jesse Eisenberg. Yeah, there's a there's a. Chris. <laughs> what? <laughs> what? You, she you? says, "Aunt Chris." <laughs> um, but anyway, he's playing Blackguard, 
of all people. I was like, really? I don't know. I don't know anything about that character. Uh, um, a mercenary on the new Suicide Squad who is easily manipulated into ruining his schemes. So he's kind hmm. of a new character. Um, I can never say this guy's name right. David Dasmalchian. Yavol. He so he was the guy. He was one of the IT guys in Ant Man. He was the one with the tall hair. Okay. He. If it looks like duck and quacks like duck, it is duck. Yes. You know who? What other movie he's from too? In the Dark Knight. Yes. He was one he of was the one Joker's. Of, he was guy. one of the henchmen. Yes. Yes. So yes. he is playing Polka Dot Man, and they have put such a cool twist on. Like they're they're finally taking because people look and they're like Polka Dot Man, really. That's what we're going to throw I, at people. I love it. So he's a I criminal who wears a suit covered with polka dots that can be transformed into a variety of gadgets. Like, he literally takes these polka dots and can, like, rip through time and space. And Do you know what that reminds me of? The, doesn't that remind you a bit of a Marvel yeah. villain? The Spot. Yeah, doesn't 100%. Doesn't you of the Spot? 100%. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Michael Rooker has switched teams. <laughs> Michael Rooker always sounds like he's got something in his throat. So he's playing Savant. That's another one that needs uh, He's a computer hacker. But he's got like long white hair. Um, Taiki Watiti is in it. I they they haven't said Taika Watiti's in everything. I know. Man. Now you know what though. I would just say don't get too attached to any one of no, these characters. Do not. I mean, someone's John Cena, gonna die. For all we know, John Cena could get nope, his head blown off he in the is first not. scene. He is not, and Ex- I'll tell you why. Explain. DC has already said they are doing a Peacemaker HBO show. Or are they? No, they are because he's already a, signed a contract. What if it's what if it's a clever ruse? What if what if that's get us to get us to think that he's yeah. not going to die? What if it's a prequel? Oh, uh, it could be. <laughs> it could be. It could be. Um, all right, Mr. Nathan Fillion, the man we all wanted to play Green Lantern, but right. now he's too old. Um, he is playing TDK. Who's TDK? Okay, you ready for this? A supervillain who can detach his arms for use as weapons on the new Suicide Squad. Oh I love this. So, hold on. I, I want to, so that way I can give you his, his, his TDK, his actual name is Arm Fall Off Boy. <laughs> that, that was his actual, actual name was, was Arm Fall Off Boy. So I thought that was, I thought that was pretty cool. Um, let's see. I'm trying to see if they have anybody else. Does it? Oh, does it, sorry. Um, Daniela uh, Melquire, I think is the name. She's playing Ratcatcher 2. I'm so stoked for this. So she's a member of the Suicide Squad mm-hmm. who controls rats, including her pet named Sebastian. So she's a Pied Piper. But, like, uh, what, what was the name of that? That was a Batman villain, wasn't it? Wasn't the Ratcatcher uh, a, a Batman I, I villain? I think so, but it was also a Ninja Turtle, uh, you know. The that, was the, that was the Rat King. Right, but yeah. her, um, I'm trying to remember... There was, there was something else with it, too. But I just, I love the idea, you know, uh, what was the name of that, that horror movie that they did? Willard? Willard, yeah. She's she's another version of Willard. Um, God, I'm S- looking at this. There's so Steve, many people in Steve this Steve Aggie, okay? Yes. You're very excited about this because this person is this person. King Shark is King Shark. King Shark is King Shark. We're getting King Shark. And what, what do you mean by King Shark is King Shark? So in Constantine, uh, the or no, it was the 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 last Justice League movie that they had done. Wasn't it? it wasn't Judas. 
No, no, no. The, the last one that they oh, had. Oh, animated? Yes. Okay. The last animated one they had done, you actually found out that John Constantine dated King Shark. So John, John Constantine's actually like, you know, gender fluid or whatever, and he'll date anybody. This goes, anything. I was going to say, this goes a little beyond gender. Yeah, this yeah. is like, uh, but anyway, like pansexual pan territory right. here. But anyway, so that's all King Shark would say is, King Shark is King Shark. And you're like, okay. Like and sometimes like, with different inflection. Like right, you'd be like, hey. Is King Shark. Or you'd be like, hey, does anybody got an idea in here? King Shark is King Shark. And you'd be like. Noted. Like that, and like walk away. I Th- am Groot. This is sort of, yeah. yeah, I was gonna say, this is seeming an awful lot like the I so, am Groot. But it looks cool, though, because I've already seen pictures of King Shark, like, video of him mm-hmm. with the CGI, and like, biting people and ripping them in half and doing all that. Uh, oh, Sean Gunn is in it. Uh, yeah. Sean Gunn is in it. So, I'm very, very happy about it. But he seems to go everywhere that his brother goes. But he's playing Weasel. So Weasel is a terrifying half-rat, half-man. Not to be confused with the character Weasel from Deadpool. Right. Played by, um, uh, I'm drawing a blank on his name. It doesn't matter because that guy did a lot of terrible things. Okay. He's no longer in those movies. Okay. Um, and Flula Borg is playing, this is this is one of those like homages, like Polka Dot Man. These are like homages to like that 1970s. Well, what I was gonna say is that DC's got such a rich history of so many characters, and I feel like like yeah, but, but, Sean Gunn's doing. But for what this I'm saying movie, is what he what he did for Guardians, which taking these very abstract. No, no, no. That, but that's uh, not what I'm saying. Third tier characters. Like these, yeah, but these ones are just so abstract. Like they're so weird. Like this one, he's playing javelin. It's a dude who throws javelins. I, I that's love it. it. I love it. it. reminds me of the scene in Mystery Men where they're recruiting and, like, you have the waffler. Yes. And Who? Waffle Man. Waffle Man. No, he was the waffler. Oh, he was the waffler? He was the waffler, and it was Dane Cook. It was Dane Cook, Waffle right. Man! Waffle Man! And I'm like, I'm the waffle, nice and crispy. Yeah. I love it. I love it. I think it's great. So, Mei Ling, and it's NG is her last name, is playing Mongol. She's playing the female Mongol, which is awesome. We finally get that Superman villain in there. Um, so we're going to have a, a regular NSA agent and stuff like that. But this, this group, it looks awesome. And per James Gunn, like watching the video and stuff like that, this is going to be brutal. From from everything that I've seen, there are just guns and things blowing up everywhere. And Do you know the rating? Is it going to be rated R? Uh, or, I don't um, know. Hold on. Let me look. Uh, I'm... I'm I'm hoping so. I mean, a movie like this really needs to be art. I mean, you need to go just go big or go home. You need to be, like, over-the-top violence. Why I'm trying do to pirates th- have to get involved? What's that? Why do pirates have to get involved? Why? why what did I say? Because it's rated R. Yeah, yeah, it's rated R. That's right. <laughs> Good one. Um, it doesn't say. I don't have a rating. Uh, I'm looking on ID- look. IMDb. But I'm doing it right now. Yeah, I, I think uh, you need to you need to just go hard R. R, 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 Yeah, so th- those, I'm excited oh, for I Suicide Oh, I can give you the rating for the original. It was a 3.9 um, for the first one. Uh, I'm trying to find the second one, but they don't, they don't um, have it yet. Do we have any, w- did you want to say some more about Suicide Squad? Or, no, I think or, we're, we're good there. Do we, do we have any Dune fans here? Yeah, it yeah, looks you, so cool. You both like Dune? Yeah. yeah. It, now, here's the thing. I, I watched, I never read the book. But I had watched the original probably when I was like 
12, mm-hmm. 13. So I'm familiar with the concept of it. It's just I don't, you know, really remember. What about you, Jen? I mean, my my father watched oh. it. I mean, he still watches it probably every it was weekend. A, it was a weekly. So for those kind of not in the know, could you give us like a little, like what what's sort of the premise of, of Dune? I, I just remember it. As the movie with the big sandworms. There, there's big sandworms. All I remember is them drugs. having clippies to the nose. Yeah, yeah. They have drugs, you know, the spice. It makes you into these big floaty peoples. And, yeah. My, my wife uh, just finished reading the book, and she's really excited about the movie. And it, it's kind of interesting, the, some of the, the plot devices in there, like this, how I thought it was interesting how the spice is a drug, mm-hmm. and it gives you kind of superpowers, but you become addicted mm-hmm. to it. And... Uh, yeah, right. yeah, and and she was saying too, like something about the story being like sort of a critique, also of like religion. Do you remember anything like that? When no, did you ever read the book or you just saw the movie? Um, I read the book a long time ago, but I just love like sci-fi movies that are like actually sci-fi movies. Yeah, yeah like she liked the movie uh, Valerian. Yes, that's what it was. That was a sci-fi and a half. Is is that the one where um? What's his face? Magic Mike is a dog. <laughs> what? There's a movie where Magic Mike is a dog and Mila Kunis is in it. And or no, I think that was Jupiter Ascending. Yeah, that was Jupiter yeah, Ascending. I oh, okay. Didn't, I didn't get it. All right. Chance to watch it. Okay. Dune is set in a distant future amidst a feudal uh, interstellar society in which various noble houses control planetary fiefs. Uh, it tells the story of a young Paul Eight Atreides. I don't. I don't know. Whose family accepts <laughs> the stewardship of a planet, so it's kind of him coming into the planet and you know going from there. So it looks, but the cast. Have you seen the cast? I have not. All I right. Have not. So we'll keep talking so that way I can look it up and you know. talk amongst yourselves. Hold on. Um, well, just a quick rundown on the other movies that are that are going to be dropped. Um, Those who wish me dead. I think Chris already said that. And that's a lot. Um, uh, the devil made me do it. In the Heights, Space Jam, which we already mentioned, uh, Reminiscence, Malignant, The Many Saints of Newark, King Richard, Cry Macho, and The Matrix, Matrix 4. Four. Yeah. Is, is it is Keanu. Okay, good. So here's the thing. They have already said with Keanu, he is filming both a new John Wick and The Matrix 4 at the same time. Do you think like Keanu Reeves is like one of the deadliest men alive now because of all of his um, combat training? I, I think he's up there personally. I, I still believe. You, you practice martial arts. So, Correct. like, is it, I mean, when you when you have to practice it for a movie, don't you? He's practicing for certain scenes. Right. So they're going to be like, he's going to do this, this, and this. So he'll know how to do certain things, which is great. However, in my opinion, right, the most dangerous, there are two people who are Probably the most dangerous actors that that I could believe don't in right say now. Steven Seagal. Don't no, say Steven well, Seagal. Don't say okay, Steven so there's Seagal. three. Don't say Steven Seagal. No, Seagal is one of them. Ugh. He really is. I mean, Damn he's it. a third degree black belt in Aikido. He could rip your head off. And I've seen the man shoot. He has shot the head off a match at like 25 yards. I mean, it was ridiculous. Ridiculous. Second is going to be Scott Adkins. Who? Sc- <sighs> Sorry. So the only way that people know who Scott Adkins is is. He was the guy in Doctor Strange who got the cloak wrapped around him and beaten his head into the ground. Oh, that guy. But he does other movies. He does a lot of martial arts movies. 
And Scott Atkins is he, he's fucking amazing. He's a great actor. I really believed he was getting his head beaten in by oh, a cloak when no, I no. watched him. So there's a couple movies. There's a couple movies, and there's there's low budget movies. One of them's called Ninja, and they made a sequel, Ninja Two, and those are really good. You should actually really watch those. Those are on Netflix. Um, obviously Keanu Reeves. I, I definitely believe Keanu Reeves is dangerous, especially with his shooting, because he he really does practice everything and everything that he does like if it doesn't look like it's tactical enough mm -hmm. if it doesn't look like it's going to work he doesn't put it in but in my opinion the most dangerous actor like if somebody was to try to pick a fight mm -hmm. is going to be Dolph Lundgren really Dolph Lundgren holds uh two separate black belts in two separate forms like one in taekwondo and one in something else the man has a doctorate in molecular biology, chemical engineering, so chemical he, engineering, he can and, blow your house and, up, and microbiology. He speaks seven different languages. He was a former special serv or special, uh, uh, you know, uh, special forces unit over, you know, in Sweden, where he was from. The man has done everything. He will kill you. Hey, Gunner. Yeah. Yeah. What are you doing? Hanging a pirate. No, my favorite is. Hey, uh, Gunner's probably making a bomb. Hey, yeah, hey, hey Gunner. Hey, Gunner. He's like, uh, I think he's making a bomb. Hey, Gunner, what are you doing? Making a bomb. <laughs> is Keanu going to cut his hair for the Matrix? Uh, I hope he doesn't. I mean, literally. So we've, we've talked about this, how all of the Keanu movies kind of connect and everything like that. So they have said that I, I'm sure he's going to cut his hair. He'd have to. Yeah, he'd have to to be with Neo, Neo again. But um, have you heard about that? Who John Wick is? I've seen all the John Wicks. Okay. Yeah. John Wick is if Ted went to military school. <laughs> if they failed their project and they went to and he went to military school, uh, he'd become John Wick. Whoa. Whoa. Leave my dog alone. So then if he if he runs into Bill as John Wick, would there just be a moment there where he's just like that would have been cool to put him in and make him like a villain. Alex Winters. Okay. So, all right. So, I have the Dune cast, by the way. So, Rebecca Ferguson is Lady Jessica. Uh, it's Timothy Chalamet. He's playing the the main guy. Zendaya is in it. Love her. Jason Momoa. Okay. Is she is she old enough to where it's it's like it's not creepy if I say that? The, uh, hold on. That I love her. She, she's got that kind of slender frame, so it might always be that like border. She's born in ninety six. Ninety-six. So how old? How old are that? Let's do the math on that. I'm just That's trying to four figure out. Years younger I, than me. I'm ju I'm just trying to fi so figure out if I'm creepier. Okay, she's twenty-six. Okay, so it's not creepy. So okay, good. Yeah, All so right, she's legal. Good. But she's always got that slender. All right, here we go. So I'm gonna I'm gonna rattle them off real quick so that way you guys can hear it. Yes. So Jason Momoa, Josh Brolin, Oscar Isaac's, Dave Bautista, Javier Bardem, Stellan Sc uh, uh, Skarsgård, uh, Charlotte Rampling. I mean, they've they're, got a hell of a cast. They're, How they're, are you gonna put? Momoa and Batista in the same movie. I think they're going to be together. They're going to be like twin towers, like fighting. Is one of them going to go, yeah. The other one, woohoo! You know, I mean. My man. Yeah. But, and then Josh Brolin's in the middle. Just as long as they, they if they take their shirts off in the movies, are, are you good, Jen? I, I mean, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, that's that's a hell of a cast. I could understand why you're um, why All you're right. excited. So, so anyway, so we got to keep moving. Yeah, we got to keep things rolling along. Um, you watching Mandalorian? Yes. Isn't that such a great show? I so have you seen the memes that are that are making it? So there's like oh, the yeah, big I mean, train, and then there's a little 
little tiny rope attached to this little tiny train, right? Uh-huh. And people are like, oh, my God. And it's showing, like, the little train pulling it. And it says the entire Star Wars franchise. And then the little train is the Mandalorian. The Mandalorian. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I I mean, have we – I don't think we've ever talked about the no. Mandalorian on the no. show. So and, I and It's love, already in its second season. We've talked a little bit about it. Um, I love that it takes place right after Return of the Jedi. Yeah, yeah. And and how we all thought after Return of the Jedi, okay, the Emperor's – or, you know, the Empire's gone. There's no Empire. Sorry. Hate to tell you. Well, it, it makes sense, right? I mean, you would have, like, a fragmented right. – like, you'd have it's people so like cool. warlords and – I mean, the universe is a big place, so you can still have these large armed contingents that still, like, you know, they have their own little Or they kingdoms. don't know that the war is over. Yeah, yeah, you know. there's that, that too. But I, you, I think you were the one that first told me it's a Western. It's a Western. It's 100% a Western. Western. So, yes, it is a spaghetti Western. Um, did you know? Do you know how many people play the Mandalorian? Um, this one, I've talked with Jen, and I love it. I, I don't know. I don't know. I'll, I'll assume more than one. There are three people. Okay. Okay. So, the Pas- main... Pascal. Pascal, the main guy who does, like, the close-up shots, the acting, the voice, and everything mm-hmm. like that. They have his regular stunt double, mm-hmm. right? Who is able to do it, and a third guy, who is a specialist in Western shooting. No so ki- when you no see shit. him stand and everything like that, it looks like a Western because of how his style mm-hmm. and how he fights. And dude, it, 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 it just it, it's all the feels. Like, get thank God for John Favreau. That's what I have to say. No kidding. Thank God. For Look John at what Favreau. he's given us. I mean, he's given us Iron Man, and now he's given Elf. us the the the. He gave us Elf. Yes, Did that he was really? his. That was his first movie. Are you ever serious? Elf. No kidding. Yeah, oh my that's God. why he's in the movie. I'm like halfway between podcast mode and like <laughs> parent mode. So like you'll see sometimes like I'll drop an f bomb, but then I reel it back, and it's like no sh- kidding because no I, shoot. I, I, I'm I love just. That. I just learned that John Favreau wasn't just happy. Real? Like, oh, you didn't. You didn't know that. Oh my God. Yeah. 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 Uh, he, so thank you, Mr. Favreau. You have given us so much. Um, that is that's incredible. But anyway, so I just I love the idea, like uh, where where it's come from. You know, like Mando, or I think it's Din Jaren is his actual name. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, he is this this loner, you know, and he, he comes in, and you know, what my favorite line is uh, like every but every every good hero. Has that line, right? It, like right, right. growing up, you know what my favorite line I'll was? I'll be back. Well, there was that, but you know, BKA motherfucker, dead or alive, you're coming with me. Like right. I'm like, yes, yeah. And this yeah, one yeah. is, you can come in warm, or I can take you cold. Like that, I was like, oh. yeah, and, yeah. And yeah, I, yeah, but, yeah. But the thing is, originally I'm like, oh, he's gonna kill him. No, he's gonna stick your ass in carbonite. I I love that. I love the continuity. It's like. It had never been done before, right. right? Until Empire, and then like after you get the sense, you like find after out that Boba, all, all bounty hunters, that is common practice. Well, now that Boba, Boba Fett or D- Darth Vader pioneered it, right. so now the other bounty hunters are like, "Oh, okay, That's I heard a they, great they, idea. They froze his ass in carbonite. Let's do that some more. I love that. Um, and why I think this show really is the proper successor to the Star Wars franchise. Yes. Is it it grows the universe it, like it, it has it, like it, every episode you get more and then a little more and then a little more it's kind of like a jawbreaker like there's just another layer another layer lo- another layer another layer or onions or ogres or nobody want to talk about it you want parfait Par- parfait yeah parfaits are delicious ogres have layers onions have layers but it's 
It, I, 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 what, I can't. So well, we won't talk about season two since. You well, we can talk a little bit about it. it. We can talk. No, we have been, seen season two. Oh, you have seen. Se- oh, oh, yeah. Okay. No, we have. It's just they the released the newest one. episode. We haven't seen. What is so season one? Let's talk about season one. What is, do you have a favorite episode? What is it? <laughs> yes. Um, my favorite episode is where he comes to the decision that he cannot allow the empire to have the child. Oh. That's so pretty early he goes on. back to fight to get the child, and it's him, and it's the the robot, but it played by Taika Waititi, mm-hmm. and they just get in this giant blast off gun fight, you know, and it, they're just, you know, heavy down. Oh man, it's just it's so cool. I just I loved the idea of it. Do you have a? Is that your favorite episode uh, too? What, were you talking about season one or season? Two? No, season one. Yeah, season one. Yeah, see, yeah, season one so far. What oh. what's your what was your favorite episode from season one? If you I have one, I mean, it's like it's Grogu, and I like that he steals the little um, circle thingy, the, the knob, off the, off the flippy thingy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. He, and that's the and that's the thing. You, like, you love the, the the little kind of the little interactions between. Oh my yeah. god, the uh, whole Gro- Grogu fir- and first thing where he's touching buttons, and he's like, "Don't touch that, don't touch that." And it's and it and also too, Din is learning how to be a parent. Like right. he's like, ah, oh, damn it, I'm stuck. Well, I- and in a way, the Mandalorians—they're sort of like the world's like most hardcore orphanage. No, they right? really are I because mean, they, they grab, they grab orphans, and they—they're Batman. They are Batman. I mean, I th- <laughs> I w- did you ever think of like when you're watching the Mandalorian, yeah. like this dude is Batman? He's Batman. But I have a rule. With yeah, with with yeah, with guns exactly. Yeah, but I have a rule. So he's Deathstroke. Um, but there is a rule to the Mandalorian. Right. Do you want to tell him my rule? About with Grogu? What? Oh. You you go ahead. If something bad happens to that child, I swear to God, I will riot. <laughs> right? I right. swear. Well, the show's over all then. that he's, is he's good. He's not really a child. Though. Right. He's like 50 years old. Don't get me wrong. But he's, he's a he, creepy old man. But he makes baby coo noises. He can I, can I tell you, every time we watch that show, yes. uh, the and I know he's not Baby Yoda, but Baby Yoda reminds me of my daughter. Oh, I can see it. When I, when I watch yeah. it, I'm I like... I do want to say that on the most recent Binging with Babish thingy, by the way, if you haven't checked that out, it's on Facebook, and they make the blue macaron and that Grogu eats. But John Favreau himself called him Baby Yoda. Yeah, John Favreau called him Baby Yoda. All right. Okay, so, good. therefore, it's acceptable. It's like the ATATs. Can Can I share a theory with you that I have about, about the Grogu? Is he a clone? I don't think he's a clone. No. no. I, w- I want to say, because in the most recent episode of The Mandalorian, Correct. when... Um, you know the uh, Ahsoka yes. is talking with um, the Mandalorian. I still can't remember his name. Jin, Din, 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 Din. Uh, and she says, "I've only ever known one other being right. like this—a wise right. master named Yoda." Now I think, I think he's a reincarnation of Yoda. Oh, I could. Do you see. think it's like a but fifty Phoenix years ago? Kind of rules. Yeah, but here's yeah. my question: How much time has passed since Return of the Jedi? Um, I, I'm gonna say maybe um. I don't think it's that much time. I would say maybe a year. So, but Yoda dies right in Return of the Jedi. Mm-hmm. But they're already saying he's fifty years old. So therefore, and oh yeah, good point. And good and point. the other thing that they've also noticed too, Grogu was at the Jedi Temple. He was yeah. smuggled away yeah. when Anakin yep, yep. went went batshit. Oh, you're right. You're right. When the order was being 
you know, exact. Blows a hole in that theory. Sorry, I don't need to. No, no, you know, that's that's all right. Well, he could still be Yoda's child. Well, he could be. But by the way, did you notice the little touch? I know we're jumping from like season season to season. Right, right. Did you notice the little touch? And it was something that I had read and I told Jen about. When she starts talking mm-hmm. about Yoda, mm-hmm. did you notice the music? Yeah, they it, had the, the little callback. Little they musical they callback. went into John Williams's Yoda theme yeah, when yeah, they did that. that. Was a nice so I, I thought that was awesome. Um, <laughs> so here's another thing, too, and this is one of the funniest premises. Somebody wrote this, and it made me laugh to the point where like, I'm like, oh, this is too funny. Okay. Based on everything that we have learned about Grogu, mm-hmm. okay, Yoda did not go to the Dagobah system for anything Jedi Force related or anything like that. Okay. He went there because he is the top of the food chain. (laughs) And everything, and think about this, and when he died... The entire planet took a sigh of relief <laughs> because they were no longer on the menu. Fergus <laughs> land I go to. Mm. Mm. That's why he's always making that noise. Mm. Mustard I have. Mm. How many poor unfortunate creatures do you think were in that stew you know that what I'm he saying? was serving up to Luke? You know what I, you know what else I loved? Um so let's go so the last episode of season 1. Okay. We really get to see the Empire. It's not, not my favorite, but I like that episode. Well, also, too, what else do we finally get to see? We see a dark matter saber. A, is that what it's called? That's a dark I, matter saber. I've just saber. been calling it a black lightsaber. Yeah, that, it's, a dark, matter, it's a dark matter saber. And you find out, you're like, oh, shit, is he a Sith? Like, you, you're, like, so confused. You're like, oh, my God. But also, in that episode, Din gets a new tool. Oh, the uh, the he, rising phoenix. The, he the finally jet gets his jetpack. Like he finally gets his wings. And, and can we just say for a minute how awesome? Um, oh, his name, Giancarlo. Um, oh my God. Uh, he he was uh, Gus on uh, Breaking Bad. He, I uh, love I, him and I'm, so I'm, much. I'm, I'm drawing a blank on his on his last name right now. But Giancarlo Carlino, I think. Yeah. Uh, uh, fantastic, fantastic actor, and just such a delicious villain yes he he presents like this this very cool exterior but very that menacing. internal struggle very very menacing very very menacing yeah i um i loved it and i thought he was just absolutely perfect in i I'm, i'll just say my my favorite episode in the first season was the prisoner and it was where you you had the mandalorian and he had to be part of this this group of uh, this Giancarlo, ensemble, John, uh, it's I'm sorry, it's Giancarlo Esposito. Esposito, thank you. You're welcome. Um, where the Mandalorian had to break out the, had to go onto the prison ship with the with yes. the collection, the kind of the menagerie of different scumbags. Yes, and I love that one of them was Bill Burr. Yes, I love it. Do you? Do you? Do I'm you not a freaking stormtrooper. Hey, what what are you doing? I'm not a I'm not a freaking stormtrooper. The thing that hey, bo- there's two things that bother me about this. What's the deal? So one. One, you know he's not a Star Wars fan at all. He hates Star Wars. Why do you say that? He said it in an interview. But the only reason he did it, because his wife goes, what are you, stupid? That's Disney money. So then he went and took it. And here's here's the other thing that bothers me. That makes me sad. There is somewhere in this galaxy a space Boston. (laughs) 
Yes. Yes, that's right. There's a sp- there's a space Boston somewhere. It's an entire space planet holes. where it's just like the uh, you know people are. Oh. So is there a space Detroit? Yeah, that's called Tatooine. Oh, I, I yeah I, I love this but, show. All right, so let's talk about second season. Season two, yeah, yeah. So yeah. we finally get you know uh, Din gets his family, uh, family shield. It's you know originally we had always thought. That the mighty Mythosaur was the symbol of the Mandalorians, when in fact, that was just the Fett family. It's just one of, yeah, one of many. That was the Fett family. So then he gets the, the Mudhorn. Yeah. He gets the Mudhorn. I thought he got the Mudhorn at the, well, he got it at the end of, end se- of, the uh, season, of season one. one. Yeah, yeah, But then, you know, finally, you know, he's he's kind of the, the family here now, mm-hmm. now that they are joined at the hip. Um, so far with your season two, there are two things that by far I think are my all-time favorites that has happened. Mm-hmm. The first episode, they go and they you see an alien fighting league, and they're just beating the snot out of each other. And somebody makes a threat saying he's going to kill uh, Jaren, and he's going to take the child. And all of a sudden, you see him make this little motion with his wrist, and the rockets start to pop out. And you see Grogu look around and goes, oh, fuck. And he leans over, uh, hits the button on his little baby shed, and ching And he's armed, and he goes, okay, I'm good now. He's been with Din long enough he that, knows. that he's like, oh, okay, shit's about to jump off. Well, and another thing, too, he's telepathic. Right, He must right. be looking, and he goes, oh, I know his plan. Nope, no thank you. And, you know, and he, he puts that there. I thought so that, was, good. that was the coolest thing. So good. Then the other... Don't eat those. Don't, don't eat those. Right with the with the eggs, the little frog baby <laughs> eggs. Yeah, yeah. She's well. She so Jen and I have this debate. You thought she was a frog. She is a frog. She is he a calls frog. her a frog. I I think he's just saying that to make fun of her. Like he's like just calling her a frog. I think she's a salamander or not a salamander. I th- I think she's a gecko. She literally if, hops. Okay, geckos hop as well. No, no, not like that. She but if, frog hops. But if you look... Geckos scuttle. Yeah. Okay, but... They ho- shimmy. But but a leopard gecko, like their This face. is where a podcast truly fails to copy, yeah. to uh, to uh, capture the magic. I mean, look at... Viewers at home. Well, not viewers, listeners. Here. Listeners at home. We are look shimmying. At, look at the face. Okay, all right. Now pull up a frog face. Uh, well, no, I'm going to pull up it, it her. It does look like a, a leopard gecko-ish. Okay. Okay, thank and you. And how else do you make a frog stand up? Yeah, okay. I, I get it, but I, I don't know. She's a space amphibian. She doesn't Can we just tail. do that? Did you did you hear, though, that there's a lot of uproar, I guess? People were, there were some people that were really unhappy about um, about the baby Yoda eating her eggs. Really? Yeah, yeah, people, they were like, they were appalled. They were like, that's genocide. Oh, <laughs> my <laughs> God. <laughs> Chill like, out. Like, all right, it's okay. It'll be all right. I guess they are referring to her as Frog Lady. So I don't see that, frog. That frog. Chris, I, Chris doesn't see it. I I still don't. I see more lizard. Does Daddy love froggy? Did you like froggy love Daddy? Um, did you like the first episode of the season, the uh, the Marshall? Because I yes. really, I really like that. Where we we see. I'm not gonna lie. Like all of a sudden he walks in and you see the Boba Fett armor and you're like, oh my god! And then he takes it off and I went. Justified? <laughs> it didn't fit like a hundred percent. Right, and Jen knew immediately. She goes, "That's not him. That's not Boba Fett." She goes, "That's yeah, not yeah. Boba Fett." He, he's quite a bit taller. Yeah, but I love. He was a tall drink of water. But I love where he got it from. 
He got it from the Jawas. Jawas, right. So that means the Jawas went down. They salvaged it from the Sarlacc. Or from maybe the, the Sarlacc. Or maybe the Sarlacc spit it out. Right. Like it, it or couldn't maybe they killed the Sarlacc. Or maybe they killed the Sarlacc. And ate him. And speaking of killing the Sarlacc. At the end. The dra- what was that drag? Was it called the dragon worm? Or yeah. the- it was the-, the albino humping worm. <laughs> I think it was. The gray dragon, yeah, or something like that. So good. That was such a cool episode. It was episode. such what an amazing, and it was episode. cool that he had to work with the sand people. You finally the greater crate dragon. That's what it's called. So, but the thing was for me that I loved that Din spoke their language, and he was a friend oh, the, among of the, oh, of the sand people of the sand yes, people. Yes, yes. You know, I heard you in that episode. Sand, I hate them all. Right, I. One of the things I love about the show is how it shows you the different point of views right, of exactly. different characters, and it's like from, from uh, you know, to kind of great callback to the you know the great Alec Guinness, yes, uh, Obi Wan Kenobi, you know, from from a certain point of view, um, you know, f- at, from watching the Star Wars movies, the Sand People have always been the enemies. Evil. They've yeah. always been evil, so it's uh, interesting to see them presented from a, a different. I light. thought that was always kind of. I thought that was really cool, and I love it. He's like, you need to drink that, and he's like. I'm not drinking that. And he's like, you're embarrassing me. You know, they're, they're, I know, they're doing I, the Indiana Jones. They're doing the Indiana Jones. You're embarrassing you're me. You're insulting them. them. And you're embarrassing, you're embarrassing me. Eat it. Yeah. And I, oh, I'm sorry. You can have it. You, you know what? He should have killed her right there. I'm just saying. Wow. Okay. Then. And but he does eventually drink it. No, no, he does. He does. I'm just talking about the other one. I don't remember. Man, Temple of Doom really would, would have taken a dark turn there. <laughs> That movie was dark to begin with. I think that would have just been and another. You part would of have it. just made it darker. Anyway, um, but I great, great show, The Mandalorian. I love this. If you're not watching it uh, on um, on uh, Disney Plus, what are you doing? You What's need to. Wrong you need with you. you? Yeah, 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 exactly. You need to get yourself now, Disney. Pl- ask for Disney Plus subscription, or come on, like a like an adult, just you know borrow buy. your borrow your parents' right. Uh, borrow your login. parents' login. So I do have to say, um, this has. I'm not w- w- much. You know me. I collect. I collect a lot of figures, just like yourself, but I do not collect a lot of Star Wars figures. Mm-hmm. I will say that. Right. I am more. I, I am more of a Star Trek guy than I am a, a Star Wars guy. Hey. Um, it's cool, man. I, I I I respect it and I love it. But this has made there's a a, a black series, Mando. Got it. And the child. Don't got that. Together, and it's a big pack. And I guess that's the hard find right now to I, buy. I, I wish I had waited because the the two because pe- I bought them I got them both individually and uh, so the you have the crap armor and then the no 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 I've got the Beskar yeah. armor and I've got the child but this this two pack that's they don't it's a Target exclusive well. no no it comes with both figures and it has the little the little egg. bassinet the egg and I, yeah. that's the thing I was like oh I'm gonna have to make my own bassinet. well that's the two pack. It comes with the bassinet. I know, that's, that's why yeah, I want it. I wish it. I had waited. I was like, oh, man, I'm getting that. That's the thing with, like, sometimes my, my impulsive nature when it comes to action figures. If I could just have a little more patience, like, it, it just, like, because action figure companies love to uh, love to screw us like that. Why don't we talk about Ghosts of uh, Toys Future? Ah, yeah. Let's do it. <laughs> Get those wonderful toys. Let's broaden our minds, Lawrence. Um, wow. So, wow. Uh, we have just have had so many exciting announcements from Hasbro and McFarland Toys, and I'm just—I don't think my wallet is ever going to recover from this. Uh, I, I I gotta say though, 
what what are you what are you excited for? And I and I'm gonna I'm gonna bring I have a mystery box I know you of have my a, own. A few, here. And I I brought a figure as well, which is also a Hasbro figure, so we can talk about that. Um I am excited for the continuation line for the G.I. Joes. Um the, this they're they're making a uh, a flint and I am buying so growing up And as, a Lady J. Right, and a Lady J. Well growing up as a kid, you know, every kid wants to find the figure that closely represents them right i mean you you had your your there's got to be a figure in gi joe that you look at and you go i i resemble like that guy i look i'm like that guy i want to be that an overweight bald gi joe character no i'm talking when you were a kid i was overweight and bald as a kid too fumbles yeah he was fumbles no but like (laughs) i was yes did they make a fumbles action figure i think they do i think they actually do but here's the thing like for me I couldn't be Duke. I wasn't a blonde-headed kid, you know, and everything like that. But Flint, Flint was cool, dark-haired. You know, I was like, oh, I'm, I'm, I want to be that guy. That's the guy that I want to be. So I just, I'm so excited that, that they're finally doing that. I, like I told you, you, I know you have a few of the G.I. Joes. I know, and damn it. You know, I, I'm, I'm not even, like, that big of a G.I. Joe fan, but I love that they're in scale with the Marvel right. Legends, and they just, I really like the look of so, them. So uh, let's talk about the McFarlands. We're getting two packs. We're getting a red hood. Can we talk about that? Uh, yeah, I mean, I, I I bought the DC Essentials red hood. This, this also looks really I good, have, too. I have the DC Essentials oh, red okay. hood. Um, I like him. Um, he's sturdy. That's mm-hmm. one thing I do like. But this new red hood. Now, who is he coming with? Um, he is going to be in a two-pack with Nightwing. Yes. So there's going to be a Nightwing But it's figure. the red it's the red Nightwing. It's figure. the red Nightwing suit, red which I'm black. not. I'm not a fan of. See, that's the problem. Can we just talk for a minute about how it's called DC Multiverse? But I really no. feel like it should be called Bat-verse. DC Batverse. Yeah, I, I'm just pulling out uh, a few of the uh, not a few because I've actually gotten uh, oh, many I have tons. Of, when when I heard McFarlane was going to take over the DC Multiverse, I at first I was like, okay, well, the, I mean. McFarlane's uh, he produces some good figures. I'll just pick up a few, right? You know, one or two, and that's it. Uh, no. no, as of right now, you know now, that's what happened to me, right? I started. I mean, I bought their Superman. I bought the animated series Batman. I bought the comic uh, Batman 100 series Batman. I bought this Batman. I'm looking at across the way. Uh, we're looking at an Azrael. I bought an Azrael. I have a uh, Deathstroke that's on the way. Oh, you did. I want that Flashpoint <laughs> Batman. Now, I got to ask, did you find him out in the wild, or did you order him online? I found him online. Uh, Target was having a Black Friday see, special. We're going to be going to Target up there, because I want to see, because he's supposed to be out this week. For $17. Yeah. Actually, you might you should look online, because I got him for $17. Ah! And he's down. Batman him? down. Batman down. I'll get him. Um, still shooting. I, I want... That is the best... Flashpoint Batman that we're getting because um, here I need to see him. Let me see him. Let me see him. Um, oh yeah, because the the first one that we got it was not that great. Oh man, he's got the stubble. He's got the the small little bat ears, red eyes. I mean, he's got even the the little bat hooks that you know up on his shoulders. Um, so I'm gonna. Is it okay if I manipulate a little bit with the hands and stuff? Raising. So, oh, I also have the Grim Knight. So I bought the Grim Knight. Um, I love that Batman. It's Punisher Batman. Bat, Bat Punisher, yeah. 
Um, oh, see, so even the pistols fit. Oh, you did. I, I did. He uh, bought an Asriel. Asbats. Yeah. So the the mechanical bat suit. It looks so cool. You want to see? Here, I'll, I'll I'll bring him over. Yeah. So, but anyway, so this this Flashpoint Batman. I mean, you get beautiful articulation. They they stand very well. Some of them, um, which we'll talk about. Um, but the the guns fit. Look at into the holsters. I mean, it just everything about them. That, that's a that's one disadvantage. Certainly, like the animated Batman and the Azrael, they're very top heavy. Um, you, you can pose them, but they're they're knocked over fairly easily. Um, yeah, I, I mean, it, it it's just it's terrific. We're you know what's so good about these figures? Also, the price point. That's it for the quality. These are cheaper than NECA. The, they're che- they're cheaper than NECA. The detailing is terrific, uh, and I was one of those people that initially bitched and complained about the scaling because they're they're seven inch scale. Yeah, uh, you're not the only one. All of Reddit, literally, that's all they do is cry about the size. But that's I will all say, they cry but, about. You know, I w- listened to an interview with Todd McFarlane about this, and he makes a really good point. Why am I going to make something that is statue quality tiny? Well, and he also said that's like complaining that you paid for a chocolate bar and they gave you too much chocolate. Right. Like, we've got two candy bars I could give. This is how he put it. He's like, but, but, um, you know, we could have the one candy bar that is like the the small size, like a Kit Kat size, and uh, you know, you pay a buck fifty for that, or we could give you like the the large like Toblerone pack of chocolate. For the same price. And he's got a point. I mean, we're getting, it's a lot of plastic. We're basically oh, yeah. just paying for plastic, and he's giving us more plastic for our money. Um, what do you think about that Asbats? He's a little stiff. Um, so the shoulder armor that he has here, it doesn't, you know, range of motion isn't 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 a lot there. I mean, he's beautiful. He's beautifully detailed. Um, he looks like the Shredder. Yeah, he's definitely the Batman Shredder. I wish his fingers were posable. Um, yeah, you know no, I mean? no, yeah, no articulation. Yeah, no articulation the, the in that. I mean, but I mean, everything else. You've got wrist motion. You've got, um, yeah, you've got elbow. You've got bicep. You've got shoulder. You've got you know uh, an ab crunch. You've got, uh, you've got hip. He he's got so many bells and whistles on him that you can't do. Did he come a with a lot of? Uh, he came with a sword. Really. He came with a sword, and he's. It's basically oh, it's the same it's, sword. It's the same sword. You just don't get the flame effects with with it. But right. I mean, that's easily transferred. Um, yeah, because that's sli- and that we've talked about that Azrael figure. It, it is the so, coolest. It's so good. Coolest thing, and that flame effect was so genius. And that's very McFarlane. McFarlane likes to do that. And the new ones that they've released, like I said, they're doing the Red Hood with the. Uh, they do a Flash that now two packs, so it's Flash and Red Death, and. Also, and I'm remembering just real quick a conversation that we had back when uh, Batman Metal first came out, and we were talking about introducing all of the action figures, uh, excuse me, all of the different Batman, and you had said, well, you know, they're just going to come out with action figures of all of them, Jay, and you're going to buy all of them. And I was like, no, No. I'm not going to buy all of them. What's sitting on my desk right now, uh, Chris? Uh, no, the desk I'm sitting at. Yes, exactly. The Batman who laughs. The Batman who laughs, and I'm going to get the Devastator Batman yeah. and the Red Death and yeah. the Dawnbreaker. Yeah. Yeah. I am weak. 
Yeah, I'm and, a weak man. And capes are beautiful. The drowned aren't they? Aren't they? Are they they're they're so. I mean, the the quality of the McFarlane figures. I know the f- so the first round, the first round of figures that came out, the animated Batman, the animated Superman, Batman. Green the, Lantern, the Batman. No, there was no Green Lantern. There was a uh, no. It was John, John Stewart. Stewart. Yeah, yeah, it was John an animated Stewart. series, but that was an animated series. John Stewart, animated series Superman, animated series Batman, Harley Quinn, Harley Quinn, the Bat- Arrow. Uh, yeah, so there was the Green Arrow. There was the uh, issue 100 Batman, the issue 100 Superman. The way you've posed as bats, it looks like he's freestyling, rapping right he, now. He could be. His ankle, for some reason, is uh, he's he's not. He's like he's like going like this. Yeah. So sorry. You're gonna have to take a look because his his ankle is not uh, not conforming well. Did you break my toy? No. But there are some things like there. I will tell you there there are cons to these that I don't really really like but it's not really their fault really oh, okay so one of the things that bothered me um i got the grim knight he is gorgeous i have pictures uh that i i'll, I'll, I'll i think i've sent to you um absolutely gorgeous put them on our facebook though no i will i will um but his grenade launcher right the back end of the grenade launcher because of how it was packaged it is now the gun is basically a u mm, and okay. i just look and i'm like like, we'll just get, give him a soak in some hot water. I and tried. Fix, fix it. Really? It yeah, didn't work? It, no, it, it still stays right there in, in place. But, you know, it's it's not it's not that big a deal. Um, but, oh, my God, man. McFarlane is just. So one of the ones that we've talked about that they've just released, they're going to be releasing a Batman Beyond. I saw now, that. I saw rumor that has photo. It, somebody told me that's not Terry McGinnis. Yeah, I heard that. That's a that's that's Bruce or Tim Tim, Tim Drake. Well, it's whatever. Tim Drake. It's gonna be because the bat gonna, is bigger. It's gonna be Terry McGinnis when it's in my I, collection. I don't really care, but he's got like finally he's gonna have flames shooting out of his boots and looking like he's, you know, uh, you know, flying off. And you can actually put these things in movie poses. And the, these are so. I mean, they're just so good. They they're, do but, reuse well, a lot was, of parts. The reason, I, the, well, the reason I brought up the first round is, I would say the there was a mixed bag. In yes. the in the first round, and yes. there were complaints about the scaling. Harley Quinn was about as tall as Batman. Well, you and I talked about too. We didn't like the animated Superman. His yeah. hair looked like a mullet, yeah. and it was yeah. just really piss poor, drawn on, and I, I don't like it. I don't like it at all. Um, but they have uh, really made improvements, and they're coming out with a Damien Robin. Yes, that's in scale, which I am buying. I have a Damien, and I love my Damien. I bought him from. Uh, I think he was from Batman uh what was it? It was the one of the animated movies that they had done and um I think it was Batman versus Robin. And I I had I had bought him and I just I love his little scale. I mean, he works very well with the team that I have, but if I can get a a better design of of Damian, a more detailed one, I'd I'd really like it. Now, this Batman here, which one you point from to? the White Knight Yes, yeah. Um, I love that design of Batman. I mean, this Batman, he actually has a collar on his cape, which is well, so cool. Well, it's, it's totally on model with Sean White's... Uh, oh, Sha- yeah. Is so it Sean? that's one thing we, uh, that we also got. Like, his utility rope is actually a rope, and it's attached to him. Um, See, so you put the... Uh, grapple gun. You, you put the grapple gun in his hand. Now, that's the same grapple gun that you get with the animated series Batman. That's the animated series. I own that one. It's okay, John. Um, <laughs> uh, so they do u- reuse a lot of parts. 
So what I did with mine was um, he also comes with an extended – Sean Murphy, by the way. Sorry, not Sean White. Sean Murphy. So um, they also did a, a, a batarang attached to the rope. Um, they did a batarang attached to the rope with that. Yeah, yeah. So what I, I actually didn't bring did, all the accessories in. So what I actually did was I took a piece of the rope and tied it around his fist, and then it looks like he's holding the uh, the bat rope, like he's going to throw it up. So I, I made sure that I had, I had done that. You, so. you get some really great accessories with all of these oh, figures, yeah. but I think the um, the Azrael, probably the Flaming Sword is my favorite. Yeah, I, I agree. I think that's the one that, that I wasn't expecting. So, but all of these, you know, the price, the price point. There's only one thing that McFarland has made where I look at and I'm like, I don't want that. I don't need that. What's that? The vehicles. I think the vehicles look dumb. Really? I think they look hokey. Huh. Uh, I, I don't see a reason to buy them. Those were aimed for kids. 100%. Those, because I looked at, I forget what it was. It's called like the Bat Raptor or something like that. And I'm just like, I'm not putting my Batman in that. I was like, I don't, I don't need that. Like a ruined Christmas. Yeah, that's okay. We can put it in for something else. <laughs> um, that's okay. That's okay. Um, but yeah, like stuff like that. But like the actual figures. But I want, you know, uh, your Wonder Woman. They, yeah. They, the Wonder Woman is is gorgeous. They also just put out a nineteen uh, nineteen eighty five one in the in the golden in armor. the golden armor yeah. the golden yeah. eagle armor. Um, I but I want a Hal Jordan Green Lantern. I would love a parallax. I would love uh, – I like the Flash figure. Like I said, I just – I don't like his lightning bolts on his head. I think they're too big. Um, I know that that is the style of drawing or whatever, but it's just my personal preference taste. Mm-hmm. I just I – don't, I don't really like the, the style. Um, I would like to see a Hawkman and a Hawkgirl. I would like to see uh, a Plastic Man. I would like to see – you know, go, go and give me those figures that we, we really didn't get. I, I have to think, honestly, the whole I – mean, um, the whole reason McFarlane's doing that is the sales numbers much must be great. Oh yeah, it, it's got to be that you know. Oh well, we could do a Plastic Man figure, we could do a Hawkman figure, or we could keep just churning out Batman figures, which are making us a shit ton of money. And now, mind you, we've had three Jokers. So you had your White Knight Joker, which was kind of cool, in the uh, tactical the Jack, suit, Jack Napier, which mm-hmm. is kind of cool. You oh, they put out the Arkham Asylum games. They did the Arkham Asylum Batman, and they did the Arkham Asylum Joker, mm-hmm. which are cool, which are cool, but I don't, I don't need it. I have the the DC collectibles, uh, Arkham Arkham Asylum Joker, right. and that that was you know that that was sufficient. For I didn't I didn't really need it. He's really so you know that DC collectibles is shutting down. Yes, they're not gonna. So no. that that's that's it. McFarlane's getting it. He owns all of. The, I mean, right. he's in charge of all of DC's. Uh, so they've also merch. just released a new Joker that that has come out. I have him. The modern modern age Joker. I am on the fence, and I will tell you why. I actually might give him to oh. you Sh- for a reason. Okay. He's got this, like, I don't know. It's like a red stain. Yeah, red circles under his eyes. Under yeah, his yeah. eyes. I might actually have you just repaint him. Okay. Because I just look at that. I don't have a good Joker figure. Mm-hmm. My Joker figure mm-hmm. is a... Um, a superpowers nineteen eighty eight Joker figure, like the little oh, tiny. You, you need to upgrade. I need that. an. I, I well, I love that Joker figure, but I need a good Joker figure. And I looked at that; it has everything that I wanted, 
You just didn't like the I red. I just didn't like the paint. You I didn't like the like, red circles. Oh, come on, man. I was like, Joker sleeps. Come on. He never sleeps. So crime never sleeps. So all right. Um, you brought a uh in I, a Hasbro figure. I did. Um, I am I am a big Transformers fan. I I know that you don't normally. I mean, this is something for you to have gotten this because you're you're not a big Transformers guy. Well, and I will say, um. I fell in love with the show. Um, so what we're talking which show there have been there have been several right. So what we're talking about is uh, Transformers Generations War for Cybertron, and War for Cybertron has been such an awesome take on um, on the Transformers generation, and it's it's CGI. But it's detailed. And I will say, if they took the original series and remade it like this, dude, I'd be down. I, I need to see it. I want to watch it. You know, it's funny. It, it's a trilogy, though. Right. It's a, it, right. We've, we've got the first part of the trilogy, which was released, which right. was the word for Cybertron. And the next one, I think, is called Earthrise. So, but my thing is, is um, I, I fell in love, and I'm looking at the figures, man, and they look just like the figures that my brother played with when I was, you know, four and five because I wasn't allowed to touch his figures. The only way that I could play with his figures was if he had a new one, you know? So, like, if he had... He gave you the hand-me-downs? Oh, 100%. 100%. I had a Rodimus Prime for years that only had one arm, you know? He just broke them, and it would be like, oh, here you go, there's yours. So Lost him in a fight with Galvatron. Right. So I bought... You know, ones that I've always wanted. And, of course, I started with m one of my all-time favorite, uh, I guess, characters. The uh, the Snake in the Grass Decepticon Starscream. He, he's, I mean, he's definitely a fan favorite. He's, he's one of my all-time favorites. And I was trying to explain to Jen why I liked him. And I always liked I was like, you know, he's an enemy, but he's also a hero. Because he want. it's kind of an enemy of my enemy kind of a thing. You know? Do tell. The... What's the old saying? The enemy of my enemy is my friend. Right. Because Starscream ultimately wants to kill Megatron. He wants control. So that he can take over the Decepticons and do horrible things in his own way. Right. But the thing is, did you ever notice like the plans that they would make? Like, uh, Starscream, I want you to go and infect this power plant. Okay. And then he would go there and he'd bungle it up. And he'd be like, sorry. You know, and he... It you was, think it was on purpose? I do! I 100% do! So that way the other Decepticons go, Megatron don't know what he's talking about. This fool can't do his job! <laughs> you see what I'm saying? So I, I, I just, I always love Starscream. Plus, the other thing is, too, we got double duty on that. Because I didn't watch Transformers. I watched... G.I. Joe. G.I. Joe. Right, right, So, right. of course, the voice of Starscream was... Cobra Commander. Cobra Commander. A very talented uh, voice actor, comedian, no longer with us, Chris Lotta. Right. So I used to get it. You know, so for me, I already love Cobra Commander. So I heard the voice and I'm like, oh, okay. Well, I guess I'm just going to watch this. I guess Cobra turned into a jet. That's cool. It's this very raspy. Yes. He had this very raspy kind yes. of hissing voice. And I, I loved, but I, I loved with Starscream, like I said, he was the leader of the jets. But he, he like I said, he, he had his own motives, everything like that. But So I bought this figure. 
And I was like, ah, you know. It's a seven, I think it's seven inch scale. Yeah, he's he's decent size. But you know what's the best part? The price point. Do you know how much I paid for him? No. On eBay, now mind you, on eBay, which is typically a little bit higher than the normal price point. Mm-hmm. I paid $20 for him. No, buddy, you got a deal on that. I because know. Because he's going for closer to $30 That's in, what I've seen. in store. Yeah. I, I actually just purchased, so um, J- Spider Jen and, and, and my uh, nephew, he is four years old. And he is now getting to the age where he loves two things. We talked about this previously before we started recording. He loves Power Rangers. Right. And he loves Transformers. So Uncle Chris and Aunt Jen went and bought him a Megatron. So Oh, sweet. Um, from the same series? From the same from the series. series. He turns into a battle tank, which is just so cool. So we bought him this Megatron. You know, so that Uncle Chris can show him how to transform him and whatnot. Because he, he still doesn't get the, the concept, you know, of how to... It's a puzzle. Mm-hmm. And if you look at all, all Transformers... It's a Rubik's Cube. They're, they're puzzles. Or as, as Jay likes to say, Transformers... Robots, robots who are robots. robots. Yep. <laughs> because once you put them in robot form... Nope, that's, that's it. it. That's it. I'm not, I'm not, I'm not changing them. I, I can, that's how I can tell I've gotten too old for this kind of thing because I... I I can't figure out how to transform them anymore without referring back to the little paper that they give so, you. On the way here, Spider Jen wanted to see. I don't think Jen, have you ever? Is this your first time ever playing with a transformer figure? No. Like like that though. Like that was complex. Like that didn't happen in the 1990s. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> you, that was Beast Wars. Let's get that correct. Um, now I really feel old. So, but anyway, so. When when we had this, on the way here, I had him in robot form, and she goes, huh, and I see her, and I see this little spark of life, and all of a sudden, she starts manipulating him and, and trying to fix him and put him in there, and she's looking, and she goes, what the hell? And I'm like, yeah, there's a reason, but she ended up getting him, and she she did it in about 15 minutes, and it's, it's, it's pretty good. 15 minutes was able to change Starscream from, from you know, robot to jet. And, you know, I always laugh because I'm like, man, I was like, they always make it look so easy on the cartoon. <laughs> and I was just. Bram, 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 bram. Did she do the noise? Did, did, did you do no, the No, because if noises? she did it, she'd be out of breath. 20 minutes of that. It would just literally. Do that now, Jen. Just for 20, mi- for 20 minutes. Up, oh, and she's fainted. Yeah. So, <laughs> uh, but this Starscream. He is here. Uh, it's a you gr- have him, right? I, I, I have him. It is a I mean, it's just a great time to be a child of the 80s, because if I had had to, I mean, the quality of toys now that are coming out based on the properties when right. we were kids is so much better. Well, I mean, can this we say is though, so much more cartoon accurate. But the plastic, it feels just like the original Transformers. Like, I know plastic doesn't change or something like that, but like. The weight even feels the same. Like you're getting a solid figure with yeah, that. No, no, no joke. I, I, I love it. I'm gonna be buying a bunch more. There are uh, so it. They just dropped actually. Oh yeah, the, the, I've seen the, them on on uh, Big Bad Toy Store. So if you were a fan of Beast Wars, there are more Beast Wars figures oh, that you're I know, getting. I saw. You're, we're getting Dinobot. We're yeah. getting um, Rat Trap. Uh, they already had dropped uh, Cheetor. Did they do uh, an Optimus Primal? They did an Optimus Primal. We're getting a T-Rex Megatron right. uh, and a um, Black Arachnia. That one I'm excited for because I never had a Black Arachnia. See, that's cool. Before. Yeah. Now, what about the Raptor? Oh, uh, that's Dinobot. Oh, Dinobot. Yeah, yeah, we're, yeah, yeah, we're, yeah. we're getting it, and I never had a Dinobot. So, uh, yeah, uh, 
I have to say that the pandemic has not been very good for my spending. No, habits. right. I'm right here with I'm, you. Now. I'm just like because okay. I'm looking for things for enjoyment, and I'm like, oh, oh yeah, ooh, I want that. What is that? And that and that what and that, that? And, that and that and that and that and yeah, I'm I'm, I'm, I'm right there. I'm I, I'm just as guilty. So remember, I had this plan that right? you were gonna. It was kind of like a, a, a give a penny, take a penny. It was give a penny, take a penny. But it was exactly. give a figure, take a figure. Yeah. What happened? Take, every time that I was going to get something new, I was going to get rid of something old. And to my credit, you did. You did very well. I did very well. I for kept a while. up to it for for a while, for a couple months. But now uh, we're we're back we're back in the uh, back in the red. Yeah. Yeah, but, kinda, kinda but hey, I, I hung in there for really, and it's not too late. I mean, I can still because I keep like, I actually, I literally keep an Excel spreadsheet of what I've gotten and what I've gotten rid that's of. That's pretty. That's impressive. I, I have. Now, yeah, they have just released. Uh, we talked about the new Marvel Legends figures. Have yes. you seen the new build a figure? Um, the Tri Sentinel. You talking about the Tri Sentinel? Joe Fix It? No. There's so many. I mean, there's so many. No. Stilt Man. Yes. And this stilt man is gonna be an actual stilt man. Like he's like fourteen inches tall. Well, and what's so interesting is that the uh, the section of his legs yes come with the hand ninja. So if you want to do army building, right, you can build your army and build up your stilt stilt man. Brilliant. Will the feet come off? The there is a there's a section. There's a section of Stiltman that is just his legs, oh. and so you can add so you sections. Can, so you could make him. You could make him six tall feet as tall you if, you wanted. You, if you wanted to. If you want to, you know, if you want to spend like you know forty dollars, forty dollars on hand ninjas on on hand ninjas. Can which, I be honest? I don't want hand ninjas. I have. I do because <laughs> I want. <laughs> you I do. I, you because I want I want someone to fight. I want to, honestly I want to set up like the you know how I have you have my the, the, the fire, fire escape. escape. By the way, I want to have a scene. I want one of those fire escapes so bad, but they're too damn expensive. Uh, have they gone up in price? They're now? like a hundred dollars. No, they weren't that when I got. Oh man, I've been looking at. I'm like, good God. I, I want to have a scene on my fire escape where like Daredevil is fighting off like a bunch five, of hand five or six hand ninjas. Yeah, yeah. I've gotten. Do you have a good Daredevil figure? I've I've got like I, I think I do good yeah. which one well um I have the the classic uh, comic accurate right. uh, Daredevil right. and I got the '90s costume Daredevil figure that w- he was from the recent um, Spider-Man the one with the armor wave mm-hmm. the oh the okay so can we talk about that real quick sure, sure so there is one figure that Spider-Gen hates out of that line do you want to talk about it Spider-Gen okay. <laughs> She's just shaking her head. It's down. A, that's a really sensitive topic. It is the Gwen Stacy figure. Really? Oh no no no! You got to explain that. What? Why? Tell why? Don't, why don't you like the Gwen Stacy figure? It's a Gwen Stacy figure. Yeah. Did you see why the alternate does it head? Come with a Mary Jane head. You don't put Mary Jane's head on Gwen, Gwen Stacy's body. That's literally her body. That's her clothes. It's not Mary <laughs> Jane. <laughs> it's like uh, it's like saying women are interchangeable, isn't it? Yeah. It's. Right. Can I tell you? Very anti-feminist message. So, um... You can literally hear Chris's eye roll yeah. through the through <laughs> the audio waves. So, can I can I say, though, in all honesty, there's one out of the... So, I love that they're they're repackaging these 90... Like, they're, they're, they're remaking these 90s Spider-Man figures. Mm-hmm. I will tell you, the one I fell in love with, I haven't bought him yet, and I don't think I'm gonna. Right. Was the Peter Parker. No. Do you know why that I liked him? The spider sense head. The spider, yeah, the spider and you get sense like head. Half the, you finally get that. I was like, ah, oh, mm-hmm. he looks so cool. 
Um, but you, let me guess, you don't like the big uh, Coke bottle oh glasses? God, that was terrible. They do look. They do. Look they look bad. terrible. Um, I have him. the Goblin figure looks great. I mean, all of these figures look great. But you know who we don't get? Who was a a, a character in the Spider-Man animated series that you saw every every episode, almost every episode? Uh, J. Jonah Jameson? No, we've got a J. Jonah Jameson. Aunt May? Yep, we don't we have need an us an Aunt May. I, you need a good Aunt May figure. We, we don't have a good Aunt I May I do figure. need it. Like with their heads splattered in Wow. Wow. That was Uncle Ben. Bro. That was dark. You're killing off Aunt May, too, huh? That just happens. Yeah. What do you mean? What do you mean that happens? When does Aunt May's head get yeah. splattered? Doesn't she get, like, knifed? What, what are you talking about, Willis? No. No, she didn't get splattered. Okay. Oh, she's pulling out the reason. She's up, pulling out the phone. So anyway, um, but I love these repurposings. Like they're doing that. They did an Iron Man, uh, but they're well, from what the, I hear. What, what do they call it? It's it's the uh, like the retro line. Yeah, but I think they're from Toy Biz. Yeah, like the the Toy Biz yeah. era. Yeah, so, yeah. Which is, but no, but I, they call. But uh, yeah, Hasbro calls them the retro line. Right. It's, yeah. So they're doing that. I, I'm waiting for the Iron Man cartoon series because I loved that. The Fantastic Four. They just actually released a Doctor Doom from the cartoon. From yeah. that cartoon. Yeah. So there's a number of them. They it, just did the Ghostbusters as well like it, that. It is a it is both a wonderful and terrible time for me as a collector because there are just oh, so many here things. Here you go to get, oh, get, get thrown in your phone. face. Spider-Man Volume 1, number 538. What happens? She d- Oh, that's right. That's right. She got shot. Oh, but you were doing like the back of yeah, her yeah, head. Yeah. So I was like, when did Aunt May get her head blown Sorry, off? I, I don't remember that one. But you're quite correct. It was actually the setup for the whole one more day crap because... We won't go into that, but Aunt May gets shot, and so Peter Parker makes a deal with Mephisto so that no one remembers him, so that he can save Man A, Aunt May, yada yada yada. Man A, Aunt May, Man A, Man A. Yeah. Um. But yeah. So speaking of which, there's something in movie talk that we kind of missed that I kind of want to talk about. My my whole speaking. Uh, no no no. My, my whole speaking of Spider Man. The family review. Speaking of Spider Men. Yes. Have you heard? For I believe it's going to be the new Doctor Strange. Mm-hmm. What they're talking about the uh, the Tobey Maguire and Andrew well, Garfield rumors rumor, rumor has it that they've already been at Marvel they've already been talking with mm-hmm. people like people have seen Andrew Garfield and Tobey Maguire in the building at the same time. I I would love that. I mean, I would love to see like a live action into the Spider Verse. Personally, mm-hmm. I think they're rushing it. Okay. I, I honestly think that they're like, oh, well, the cartoon did so well. We we, 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 we got to make a live action one. Let's make more money. And I think I think they're going to rush it, and I think they're going to screw it up. That, that's how executives think. I have, I'm of, they want to strike while the iron's hot. I'm of two minds of this, because on the one hand, I mean, the, the hardcore nerd in me would love to see that. Um, but I, I see your point about how is it too much too soon. On the other hand, because part of me wants to see a movie with, Tom Holland, Spider-Man, where he's just kind of being Spider-Man and right. just kind of patrolling New but York. I want, and, can I be honest? But we've already seen that already with both Tobey Maguire and uh, Andrew Garfield. Okay, can I get a decent goblin, for God's sakes? I think, yeah, I'm with you. I think they just want to avoid retreading ground that's already I understand, but, been trod But upon. I want... Trod. I want... Trodding. So, did you ever see the original uh, Green Goblin mask? What yeah. they were going with? Yeah, I have. I wanted that. Yeah, I know. And they didn't go with that. They did not. We got a hockey mask. We got a hockey mask. We got a goalie face. We got a Power Rangers villain. Yes. 100%. Yep. 100%. Yep. So, I, I just, I, and, and Tom Holland, like, 
we only have him for so long as Spider-Man. He he's we're not he's gonna get older, <laughs> right? We're not gonna have a forty-year-old. You know why not? I think we need to finally have a forty-year-old yeah, Spider-Man. His name's Tobey Maguire. <laughs> And see what happened to him. But he didn't play a 40-year-old spy. They kept trying to Guess pass what? him off as like He's a, gonna. He's I, gonna. I'm, I'm fine with him doing a teenage Spider-Man, but I think we need to get to a point where we can have an adult Spider-Man. There, no, I I'm said o- it. I'm okay with that. Honestly, I would love to see Parker Industries. I would love... Nah, I don't want to see that. See, I liked, I liked that. I, I liked that, that he... Be, it, it's only... Ain't nobody got time for that. But that makes the most sense, that he becomes the next Tony Stark. I want to see. I don't want to see him be the next Tony Stark. I would love to see him be a science teacher, or or be a bugle photographer, or be a scientist. Or <laughs> Chris is like, no, nerd. Even I can say it. Um, but but Peter Parker is a nerd. He's not Tony he's Stark. The OG nerd. He's he is the, the O G nerd. Okay, but you know what I did like? I was reading a uh, uh, a Spider Man actually. Uh, series that you would put in comicsology, mm-hmm. and he, it, oh, let me let me find it so we can keep talking. But um, one of the oh, uh, life story. Mm-hmm. Uh, was it life? Story? Love life story. Life story was fantastic. Recommend it to you if you haven't seen it. Uh, or read it. it Spider Man life story. It might not have been life story. It's a really cool. It's uh, well, any if that's not what you're talking about, Jen. It's a really cool Spider Man comic that. It imagines what if Spider-Man kind of realizes his story in real time. So what if he first appeared in the 60s and the the 70s 70s and the 80s? So he ages as the comic progresses. So by the time you get up to the 2000s, like he's uh, a man man, like in his 70s. Yeah. Um, It's neat. I forget. He does. He he breaks a hip and uh, does fall face first into his tapioca pudding. Has to call his life alert and say he's fallen and can't get up. I think it's this one. Whatever, the, whatever elder cliche I left out. Well, anyway, what I was trying to get to, he ends up working with Reed Richards. Yes. And it I, is it is life story. I loved that idea that those two, the two super geniuses, science bros. Yeah, that they work. They the original science bros. So, but that's pretty much where we're at right now. Woo. Well, that was a virtual Christmas morning, chock full of gifts, surprises. And excitement. All right. Well, everyone, um, be sure to check out our Facebook page uh, on, uh, on, on, on 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 Facebook. Fa- on, on Facebook. Uh, give us an email at our justusnerdspc at gmail.com. Check out. Uh, you can listen to us, of course, on iTunes and SoundCloud. We also have an Instagram page. Uh, and we're also on Twitter. So tweet at us. You didn't know we were on Twitter? I barely was new to me. This is this is news to Chris, but we we are on Twitter, so so tweeted us. We thank you so much for listening to our annual Christmas show. This has been so much fun for us to produce. We hope it's been fun for you to listen. Um, this has been an awful year. Let's have a better one next year. Um, we can do this together. We can do this together. That's absolutely right. This has been Chris, Jay, and Jen, the Thunder Gods of the podcast. Yo, for our annual 2020 Just Us Nerds. Christmas show. Thank you so much for listening. We don't have to go home, but we have to get out of here. Merry Christmas.